Welcome everybody to Mog Talk, episode 269. I should have probably done a loot show. This I fucked. Ah, oh, god damn. Anyways, uh, welcome to Mog Talk. If you guys are unfamiliar with Mog Talk, it's a show based around the Final Fantasy 14 community discussing everything from Savage Rating to Chuckaboo Racing. And uh, today we are going to be talking about tanking because there's a lot of stuff to talk about with it. Uh, before we get too far into it, and uh, to give me a little bit of time to fix the cameras a little bit because I see a little small gap I want to fix, but... Uh, I want the guests to introduce themselves so you know who's on here. Uh, likely you already know who they are, but just in case. Uh, Zeno, you want to go first? Tell everybody who you are. Uh, I am the 3,769-year-old bald vampire. <laughs> um, but I'm a cute vampire. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I stream from time to time. That's it, man. I feel like I feel like that's a little light. I feel like that's just a little bit like I don't know man I don't know what else to add I don't know dude I'm cringe I don't know cringe well no I don't know if I'd go there yeah, nice shirt here I'll add my shirt look at my shirt <laughs> alright there uh, hey, where'd you get the, you get the shirt uh, Spencer's <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's I'm sure that's that better be safe if I get anything Man, nah, I've worn this on shirt or on stream before, man. Okay, okay. So if they it's ban good, me, they better ban your ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Technically, Twitch, Twitch is not Twitch is not uh, consistent with their bans because I can guarantee you that if I showed my asshole on stream, it would be more than a three-day ban. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, uh, all right. Send off. Tell everybody who you are. Hey, I'm Sindoff. I, um, well, obviously it's a tank show, so I play tank. Mm hmm. Mainly do stuff like Dark Knight for World Prog and all that stuff. Stream occasionally, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Um, I often disagree with Zeno when it comes to tanking stuff, so it should be fun. You know, it was funny. I, I said, hey, let's do this show. And they're like, man, uh, so don't, don't Sindoff and Zeno hate each other? Aren't they like in like some horrible beef or something? Uh, that doesn't make any sense. And I, I guess people thought because you guys had different opinions, maybe. Yeah. No. 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 I love send off. <laughs> it's just it's for show sure. that I don't like. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Let's start the drama train. Let's do. Hey. Let's do our react. Uh, everybody react clip that and we'll start reacting to what Zeno just said man, and just overanalyze look, look man I came on the stream to get away from reacting okay uh jeez all right so you guys said you you have different opinions uh what what are some conflicting opinions you guys have had before I think the oh. biggest one that I remember is Zeno having the argument that Warrior should do as much damage as like a Gunbreaker or a Dark Knight, and I just yeah. completely disagree with that. Okay, why? It's too easy. It's too simple, too consistent. What? <laughs> the, the Dark Knight player is saying that another tank is easy? I mean, Dark Knight's easy, don't get me wrong. Dark Knight should not do as much as it does. But Warrior is so like brain dead easy. That it's the re there's a reason why it's like if it's your first time tanking you want to pick up Dark Knight I mean not Dark Knight Warrior 
because anyone can pick it up out of the box and maximize it after but like that's one dark pull. night though too <laughs> it is if you can handle the apm for it in its first window but warrior mm. which is how simple it is like how does it make any sense that it could compete with something like gunbreaker that actually requires some brain power you know why is because square enix is making all the tanks the same and because all the tanks are the same they should all do the same damage and also square enix's reasoning for why the tanks like deal different damage is beyond stupid it's fucking beyond stupid because they they they've said that the harder a tank is the more damage it's supposed to do they they literally said that in the patch notes that was one of their balance things right so my question is before before paladin was was changed it was it was it was well in my opinion the hardest thing so why the fuck did paladin deal like seven ten percent less damage than dark knight which is in my opinion the easiest tank that don't make any sense so their reasoning doesn't even make sense to me I don't even think they I don't even think that whoever wrote that actually knows what that means. <laughs> I think what they find to be difficult I think the part of the reason is that Paladin has wings. So, you know, the whole wings ability that gives you pa passage of arms that gives you like Yeah, but takes 85% what... damage, but at the same time, I think they think difficulty is just APM. No, I think they think that too. The difficulty is APM. Uh, but um, then why did Paladin deal so much damage in Shadowbringers then? Because Paladin absolutely fucked in Shadowbringers. Like, it did as much damage as a Gunbreaker in some of the fights. So, like, their, their reasoning, their logic doesn't make any sense. Like, actually, I don't think that they have any fucking clue what it is that they're doing. Or what they're talking about, which is why the Paladin rework is the way it is. Because when they reworked Paladin, they made it to where you can kind of hit like any button and still do the same damage. Like you got like the priority rotation, you got the skip atonement rotation, you got the holy... There, there's a fucking rotation where you just spam Holy Spirit. And it's not that much less damage than the other ones. So like I'm pretty sure that they didn't know how to fix it. All they wanted to do was make the burst better. So that way that you could kind of just do whatever and your damage is very similar. Although it doesn't make sense to me why Holy Spirit doesn't break your combo, but Atonement does. Like you would, you would think that Atonement wouldn't break your combo because Atonement is pretty much just Blood Spiller or like Fell Cleave. But for some reason it does. So this like Paladin rework, I actually like the rework by the way. Um, I thought previous Paladin, like I wasn't a fan of previous Paladin. I know there's like, a, excuse me. Mm -hmm. I know there's like sweaty Paladin mains out there that love the old Paladin and shit, but nah, fucking dude, it didn't fit the game anymore. Like blame Square Enix. It didn't fit the game. They want everything to be in one and two minute windows. Well, mostly two minute windows. So it just didn't fit the fucking game. So now it, now it's like, now it plays much better into that. Right. Um, but they didn't change like a couple things that they didn't change. One of them was atonement. They should have changed it to where it doesn't break your combo. I don't know why the fuck it does. Um, I feel like cover should have been, dude, I can't believe they didn't fuck with cover, dude. Like <laughs> cover is... sad, yeah. nobody knows how cover works though. 
Like, it's, we've reached the point yeah. where I ask people, I'm like, how does cover even work? How can we make use of this ability? And nobody has any clue because you never use it anymore. Yeah. Well, it's also misleading because it's not actually a cover. It's a damage transfer, which is like different, uh, mm. which is also why the trait having, well, back in, what was it? Stormblood when it had Rampart on it was so was so fucking good. Because you mm -hmm. could have like DPS take like tank busters and shit for you, and that was that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, they didn't they didn't they didn't fuck with that. They should have fucked with that. They didn't. I don't know why Shield Bash is still in the game. They I feel like they should have made clemency. Um, they should have made clemency like e like a targeted equilibrium. I feel like that would have been better. Um, I. I feel like there's very rare times when you actually spam clemency on different party members. I feel like it would just be better if it was just a targeted equilibrium. Um, but I mean, I don't really play Paladin very much in Prague, but I mean, you know, when I played in the party finder and people are dying and shit. Mm -hmm. I maybe use it once. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, play safe, go for the clear bitch mode, you know, it's fine. <laughs> you know, it's fine. You're parsed though. Yeah, like me. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it, it like okay, clemency increases in value when when AC or, or whoa, whoa. <laughs> clemency Your increases in value when when Abby's out of town. When Abby's not in town, the 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 stocks on clemency go way up, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now when she's in town, well, they go down. You don't use that fucking ability anymore. You know, I, I do want to say this, too. When you were talking about, like, some of the paladins were really upset about how it was. And I, there is one guy, one guy, who's like, I don't want fucking Zeno and Zendoff to be on the show. They just, they're just going to say, you know, stupid takes about, you know, it, and they're, they're not right because they, they don't have my opinion on how paladins should be. Um, and so... Is there really just a lot of people out there that are completely opposing what you guys are saying about Paladin right now? Well, I have no idea. Probably, I mean, because I don't really play it that much, nor do I know how to play it. I look at what the rest <laughs> of the community does with Paladin, like, and I've seen like charts, and they're like, oh, here's three different burst window rotations. And I'm just like, yeah, that's stupid. Just do this one thing where your burst window is the, exactly the same every 60 seconds. You're fine then. Oh, true. Like, it's probably okay. Yeah. Like, why put in all this extra galactic brain work into something? And I'm, and as much as we may hate it, that's probably why SE designs classes the way they are. Because they're supposed to be playable by someone who isn't very good at games. They're new to MMOs. And they still should be able to do a decent chunk of damage while not bringing down the whole team. That's probably why they removed Kaiten. From samurai as well they're trying to like it's simplifying classes and i mean we all probably hate it because classes start losing personality and uniqueness but it does make your party finder experience a little better hmm well it's better for the general population of the game too like there's no way they're ever going to go back to heaven's ward shit there's no fucking way i mean they, they even said, said they won't yeah yeah like me personally um i i like that type of stuff like I thought, I thought like the perfect balance was around Stormblood. Um, but uh, yeah, they're never gonna go back to that shit. Like I don't mind if they dumb the the jobs down, but I feel like the dumbing them down too much is like overkill, man. It, it, like, I mean, 
I, I'm not a fan of the two minute meta, you know, like everything's on fucking two minutes. Um, I think that, I think they need to leave some, some room for optimization, at least for the jobs, you know, like, cause if you think about it, if you compare the, um, uh, like how it is now versus how it was like back then. Right. So not only are all the, all of the jobs like significantly easier, but also the bosses, they have massive hitboxes. They automatically go to the center. They're literally removing all pieces of optimization from not only the jobs, but also the fights themselves. So like, I don't think that having both of that is good. I, I think maybe one is fine, um, but not both. Because back in Heaven's Ward, you had small hitboxes with insane optimizations for jobs. So it was the complete opposite back then. Mm -hmm. um, but now with the way like things are going and stuff, uh, not only are the, like, are the fights getting easier? Well, maybe easier is the wrong, the wrong, the wrong way to say it. It's like they're taking responsibilities away, I guess. Um, and they're not necessarily like upping the mechanics like too much. I mean, this, I mean, this current rate tier was pretty, was pretty tough. Um, but I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't harder than fucking like Midas or, you know, like fucking, I don't know. Yeah. Like Shiva was just as hard, I feel, but. Send off. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think about that? Well, the most interesting thing that you said to me was the, uh, like with the giant hitboxes, because I feel like that it, we have giant hitboxes, bosses go to the middle of the room, things like that. And that's actually removed a lot of just like, I would call it like tank sense that a player needs to have in order to actually perform their class correctly. Yeah. And classes are kind of like, like Paladin's range combo kit outside of a few situations doesn't really mesh well with the giant hitbox. And we never move a boss around anymore. Like, ask anyone who started in, like, Shadowbringers. Pretty much none of them have ever had to move a boss from point A to point B. It just doesn't happen. That's never a thing that you do. Because Queenix kind of just made it to be like, yeah, bosses go to the middle of the room, and you do nothing. So positioning no longer matters. You might move a boss once or twice in an expansion. Well, I mean, like, I guess, was it, uh, what was the Voidwalker from uh, Eden? Is that the right one that you had to move around a lot, or am I imagining that? You didn't have to move it. You didn't have to. That was just a strat that people came up with mm. um, for, like, handling the flares that would go off to the edge. You didn't have to do that, but it does make it a little easier. So that is one place. And the skill for that fight is mainly comes near the end, where... The problem that you typically have is keeping the boss still because the final mechanic is infinitely easier to dis if you disconnect from the boss. But if you do that, the boss is going to follow you. And then that makes the next mechanic harder for everybody else. And that only applies to mainly the main tank for the most part. So that yeah, is actually a good case of that. Yeah, boss positioning is like, well, it used to be super important. But that was like what I was saying earlier. Like they, they just keep taking away responsibilities from, uh, yeah, from tanks. So like whenever the boss goes to the middle, it's like, all right, well, okay, <laughs> I guess it's there. I mean, because it would like really show in the party finder, like when like a like a good tank, 
Um, like you don't even really have to stagger step anymore. Like I remember when stagger stepping bosses was everything because it would like fuck over your melee if you if you move the boss too quickly, uh, because because bosses typically move way faster than you unless you're unless you pop sprint. So if you uh, if you didn't stagger step properly, dude, your melee would get all shitty. Uh, it would just really show the difference between like a good tank and like a bad tank uh, by boss positioning. But they like started to take all that away, so it's like all right so now that that responsibility is gone now the rotations are easier um uh, like fuck man like <laughs> there's there's nothing there's like nothing left to optimize you know mm -hmm. so you guys would say that the current state of tanking is just a it's is it a, in a bad place then or is it fine you just like this is probably well, just what the game's going to turn into so so whenever I look at Final Fantasy, I always look at it from two mindsets. I look at it from my own personal mindset, and I look at it for, okay, what is good for the game? All right, so what is good for the game? Are these, are these giant hitboxes and them doing everything good for the game? I mean, yeah, because they want to make money, right? They want to get more players to play. It's easier. More players are going to play something that's easy. You know, There's going to be more players to play because it's easy than players that quit because they get bored. You know, like a player like me or something, I'm never going to quit this game. Like, I love this game. I'm mind controlled by this game. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm never going to stop. So you could probably hit like one or two buttons and I would probably still play this piece of shit. Okay. Because it's, <laughs> it's just what it is what it is. But me personally, I don't like the direction they're going. Like something needs to give. They, they either need to like you you can't make things too easy on too many different like levels. Right. So like you have like the actual job. Okay. Well, if you're going to make that easy, then leave the boss positioning and the hitbox is a little smaller so that there's optimization when it comes to uptime boss positioning, you have to turn it right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you look at a fight like Kefka, that fight's awesome. You have to move Kefka all over the fucking place. It's badass. It's one of the coolest fights, man. You know, um, well, at least I think so personally. And I like that. That's why I was say Stormblood was like the, was like almost the perfect, like middle, like middle ground kind of, um, mm -hmm. but so what they're doing now, like, I don't like personally because they're not only making the encounters have, they're taking away responsibilities, but on top of that, they're also making the rotations and shit easier. Um, mm -hmm. And there's a difference between like easy and quality of life, like quality of like if, if you give something quality of life, like, um, okay, I'll give you an example. Um, like having inner release, not consume an inner chaos stack. Okay. That's quality of life. That's how it should be. You should not inner chaos should not take a stack of inner release. Okay. So, so that doesn't make the job easy. That just makes the job better because it's quality of life, but something like something that is too easy is, like it's like when it plays itself for you, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So you can't have both that and um, the, the encounter is being easier. So like, I think personally, I don't like it, but I think it's good for the game, I guess. Sorry. I kind of ran to there. No, uh, yeah, yeah. it's good. No, it's enough. I, I think that, I mean, I generally agree with you for the most part, although I do think that making some of this stuff easier and less complex is going to backfire on them eventually. Because I've even heard like of ca more casual uh, players that I speak to who started around like Shadowbringers and Walker Time, who are already starting to get a little bored because they're like not being challenged. 
They like the rest of us. We who started in ARR, we went through Heaven's Ward. We had that big like challenge where a bunch of us got to like get better and just keep going through things. And then they kind of like we had the other players haven't been able to experience that yet. So mm. I think that's just like a general gameplay thing as well. But with them removing like responsibilities, I think it's like when I start thinking about it. When it comes to responsibilities, I feel as if at the moment your responsibility is almost done completely by the way the community comes up with a strategy because they're kind of just like vomiting debuffs or like randomized debuffs at you at some point and everybody's a candidate at some point to some degree. And mm -hmm. this makes it so that no matter what job you play, you generally know what you're going to have to do in the raid. Whether it's tank, whether it's healer, DPS, you kind of know what you're going to have to do. And you just end up doing it. And because the classes are so simple, you can really go with their whole philosophy of being able to swap between things whenever you want. And then pick up a class and then just clear on it. Like I've cleared some savage raids, at least, on classes. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> because of that yeah same because you can just keep pressing like the same button over and over it's kind of sad to see but i think having something like that is a little healthy to some degree but i i do think though we need more harder content though i will also give say that i think some of the mechanics in this game that they are releasing now are more difficult than they were in the past mm-hmm and I know that's not something a lot of people do agree with. Uh, Some of them, not all of them. I mean, I wish, like, uh, so like you mentioned, it's like some of your casual friends were already getting bored and shit. Well, that might be, that might be fixed by having, uh, remember that piece of content that came out that everybody was fucking super hyped for and it died on like the first day that it came out. Oh yeah. Criterion dungeons. Yeah. I remember those. Yeah. So if they came out with those, but actually like made the rewards decent, I feel like those players, it would give those players something else to do. Like basically criterion is kind of like a mid tier, uh, I guess, piece of content. It's like, it's, it's like you, it's like less of, um, well, I guess in a way it's like less of a commitment than Savage because you only need four players versus eight. Um, I mean, it's pretty quick. You get like reses and shit, so it's pretty forgiving. I'm not talking about the Savage version. I'm just talking about the normal version. Um, and I think that if they actually... I, dude, <laughs> the fucking rewards, man. Holy shit. Some people don't even know that. Like, that's in the game, man. Yeah, oh, it, it happened and it was gone like immediately. Uh, so fucking bad. You should see the savage rewards if you haven't yet. You get a book that buys you like one materia. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's. Uh, I'd say that. Good. I think they should have some core, like some sort of at least like glamour or some other kind of reward. Because battle rewards, I, I don't see them doing it. The way this game's gear system works, like they're just not going to give out battle rewards for that stuff. Anything Dude, meaningful. They the gear in this game i think that's a whole other show i mean they well, don't there's not really gearing in the game right i mean it's just uh you could call it gearing i guess but <laughs> it doesn't feel like it there's no effort you don't have to try there you I have could one path literally to talk it. about gearing for like five hours <laughs> and i would not well i might repeat myself mm. maybe once okay. i have a lot of issues with gearing in this game we could do it next but, month yeah 
Yeah. Okay. Invite me to the gearing show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the Criterion rewards, they should have been uh, one, one. It should have been like the 24 man, right? Except for raid, raid equivalent. Oh, also the 24 man should be fucking raid equivalent too. Um, for some reason, people are okay with it being fucking lower. With the, they're they're fucking dumb. No, it should be raid equivalent. This patch came out four months after the raid tier. There's no reason it shouldn't be raid equivalent. Anyway, the criterion mm -hmm. should have been one one weekly piece of that gear that drops from the bosses, and it should give you a twine or an oil, because the point of that shit is to catch is to catch you up. Like that's the point of that shit. Cause it comes out after the raid tier. So it's to try to help people, but it ain't helping people. You're going to do that for one fucking materia. What the fuck were they thinking, man? Are you kidding me? Like dude. Yep. It's such that. a sad thing too, because they're going to look at the numbers and they're going to be like, well, no one's doing this. So we're going to stop making the content, which actually criterion dungeon is really awesome. Is. I really enjoyed it. it is. I thought it was awesome. So it's, it's really good. Fucking nobody's doing. They, they broke a lot of what they do, in like, Shadowbringers and Endwalker. And they brought it back to like, just making something that was fun and had like interesting mechanics. Like they're throwing, Criterion throws a bunch of mechanics at you. Where you actually have to move the boss around. You have to disconnect a little bit to make some things easier. You have to do a bit of thinking. It. It's fun. Like, it's just a fun dungeon. Mm -hmm. and But that's not something that they do in their typical raids, I feel like, anymore. Like, they're very uniform, what they do now. Yeah. Outside of Ultimate, that is. Well, Ultimate kind of breaks rules yeah. as well from time to time. Yeah. yeah. But I, I will say on the reward, on the gearing thing, I mean, I agree that, like, twines could be there. Like, twines and oils. Those could all be there from... Uh, as a reward, I think there should be a savage reward, not a normal mode reward. But I do not think the twenty-four man should give you gear equivalent. That okay, is, why? I think that why? that is absurd because why? it's simple. It why would so? it give you the same so? reward? You, you only get one a week. Savage. You only get one a week. Yeah. Why should it give you, can, you the same okay, as savage? Okay, okay, then? okay. Here's the thing: you can already get rate equivalent gear from the from the twenty-four man. You already get it in the form of a twiner and oil. So it's already there, but yeah, but the pieces, the well, right. But the pieces themselves should be rate equivalent because it would, because it would accomplish two things at once. One, it would be horizontal progression for people that are already bis. It would give you a reason to do it. And two, it would help people that, that need the gear that are coming late to the game. Maybe they played later. It would help them more. So it would not only help the new players, but it would also help the players that are already playing because they could go in there and if they want to be sweaty and min-max even more, if they want to trade out their fucking 89 crit for 120, then they can do that. I mean, I agree with Xeno 100% here. So, <laughs> actually, I, I don't agree with that. Although I'll say like, if you say that people won't do certain kind of content because like Criterion because the rewards are bad, but then why would you do Savage? If you can just get it from the twenty-four man, well, you only get one piece, one piece a week. That's more than you get from Savage. Oh, you know, yeah, unless you're true. in a, unless you're in a pre-mate. No, that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you get a book though. I mean, I, mean, I can't read, so yeah. I don't know. The like, gear four weeks later. 
the gear in this expansion. No, you know what? No, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. No, you just contradicted yourself. No, there's no that right there is a reason <laughs> to do the twenty four man because you never get any gear from Savage. So Join you need that gear for the twenty four man. I would say join a static then. <laughs> I can't find seven friends, man. I don't know what the fuck you're talking. If you can't, if you can't make seven friends, I would argue why are you playing an MMO, and to reevaluate your social situation. Look, man, don't attack me like that, dude. <laughs> I feel really offended at this point. Send off, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter what the gear's gonna last like another three months, right? Three four months. If you have another way to do it, it makes it slightly more exciting. I mean, in three or four months, they just kill the gear. It doesn't even matter anymore. So, like, why not have another way to, you know, Yeah, like, it? I think the... Man, man, you might as well just have made this the, the tank gear show. Yeah, well, Diesel this isn't tank gear show. This is, like, gear show at this point. We're on, like, a pretty big wreck. So. But, you know what? You know what? We could talk about how the gear for tanks look and the glamour for tanks, if they're doing a good job artistically, right? And I mean, think, it looks eh, okay yeah. in the 24. I mean, I'm not going to wear yeah. it, but it looks okay. Sorry. Right. I don't. Do you guys I like don't... the PvP glamour? I thought it looked okay, too. Yeah. I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> I, ju I just wear the 2B outfit. No. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Uh, no, and that makes sense. That makes sense. They kind of hit their peak there. I don't think they're really going to pass that for a while. They tried a little bit with Violent Sanctuary, but... You know, uh, I don't know how much better they're going to get. All right, so. <laughs> okay. How do we recover Man, from really a gear talk discussion? About gear gear now, dude. Okay, all right, all right. So, so anyway, yeah. yo, okay, the Paladin, the Paladin rework, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, all right. I mean, I got a lot to say, but yeah. I'm just going to say right now um, that I like it. I think it's better than what it was. Um, I understand, you know, sweaty paladin mains probably don't like it as much, but uh, it's definitely better for the game. Um, it fits the meta better. Um, there are some things I don't like about it, though. Um, I mentioned some stuff earlier, you know, like cover and, and shield bash and shit. Uh, atonement should should not break your combo. Uh, Gore, uh, I feel like Gorian Blade is an afterthought at this point. I feel like they just didn't want to get rid of it. <laughs> So they were just like, yeah, fuck it, just whatever, yeah. just put it on there, you know, whatever. Very like, lazy. Yeah, yeah, that's like, so I, so I have a pet peeve, and it's whenever they put an ability on a job that is purely there for damage and no other purpose. Like, it, like there's like there's no um, like there's no dot, there's no uh, um, upkeep on it. It's literally just there, and you only hit it once a minute. So you have this fucking spot on your hot bar that on Paladin is already cluttered. Your hotbar is already cluttered on Paladin anyway, and they and they added an ability, Bulwark, so now it's even more cluttered. And on top of that, and on top of all that clutter, you have this ability that you only hit once a minute, and all it does is a shitty 700 potency. Blasting Zone does more damage than that, and it's half the fucking cooldown, and it's off GCD. So why the fuck is Gorian Blade in, even in the game? They should have just made Wreck a GCD, and fucking call it a day because Goring Blade is fucking useless. And it's, and it like, dude, when I was first trying to play this, shit, I forgot <laughs> to hit that so many times in my fight or flight. I was just like, oh fuck. I forgot to hit this ability. <laughs> I just really don't like that ability now. Um, and mm -hmm. I feel like that they just tried to keep it in the game just to keep it in the game. I don't think it serves a purpose. I really don't. Mm -hmm. Um, 
send off do you kind of agree with all that i mean yeah there i also don't like high damaging abilities like that on a tank at least that has no interaction with anything it's just meant to be something you press in your fight or flight yeah i don't like it doesn't like that if i would more agree with having it if we actually had like mini dps checks in the game where we could make some decision making that said hmm Here's a spot where, like, we have to break a healer out of a jail, for example. Like, because that's, like, the one that most people know is, like, when a healer gets in a jail in Titan, uh, in Uwu. Back in the day, you actually had to focus that down a little bit. Now it just dies immediately. But if we had more, yeah. like, mini checks like that around, I would be a little more okay with having this. But within, like, their current mechanic and raid design, it's just damage. It's just there. It's, it's just kind of pointless and boring. It's not interesting. Mm-hmm. All it serves to do is make you salty when it doesn't direct hit crit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's it's not I don't I that is something I really do not like and that's a problem not just across tanks but across every job for the yeah. most part. And I really think they need to step away from that because it makes classes very boring. I mean um, I will go go ahead. Go on. No, go on. No, I was just going to say like uh that kind of I was going to go in direction of like, do you think all the jobs are kind of going to start going in a situation to where we, we just don't put any kind of variability in the different roles and or different jobs and everything else. And it's just like press button, no dot, press button here, you know, and just don't think anymore. Uh, you have like five major buttons that you hit and then every once in a while you press just another button. That's kind of how tanks, is that how tanks feel right now? I'm right just saying shit. Think how a lot of classes feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. But I do think they will eventually go away from it. Um, do you? They'll eventually go back. Like we'll come full circle, and they'll go back to the world of uh, more complicated classes with more interactions, because that's how you keep them interesting. They need to do something. They need to have some sort of decision making. I mean, I, mean, I just, think that's copium, but I want to it believe. It might be copium. I just want you to know that I want to believe. Like, I, like I want to. I mean, I know it's Kofi. We all <laughs> want to believe, right? I mean, that's just... The thing is, I, I do think there is maybe a chance that will happen is that they'll kind of reduce it to so so simple. At some point, they're like, well, we're bored. We need to do something to make it more interesting on the developer side even, right? And then they'll start adding in a couple of different things. I mean, wh- how do you guys feel about when... I mean, this goes into healers a bit but also job design and kind of how the developers are thinking when they're making new jobs and everything do you feel like sage was a complicated i don't feel feel like it is now after i played it it was complicated because i couldn't pronounce any of the words and none of it made sense to me (laughs) but uh how do you feel about sage's job design when they came out with uh uh in walker dude i fucking love sage i love sage i think it's awesome it was my favorite healer I fucking I love, love it too. I mean, I play it right now. That's that's what I play. It's so good, dude. Yeah. It's so good. It Sage as a class feels very good and I'm that was very surprised and impressed because I was like there's no way they're going to add another shield healer and it somehow exists within the way this game works with healing. Hmm. Because of how like simple healing can be and how much you try to not heal and then have it also be fun at the same time. Mhm. I mean, part of that is through they made it fun through their presentation of it, but they actually mm-hmm. made it feel good to play. Yeah. And I was just like, dang, they actually did it. Right. Yeah, I, I think it's awesome because, like, yeah. as a shield healer, you have, like, also a lot of, like, pure healing output, too. So, like, 
on white mage because uh, I don't play the other two healers because I don't like single targeting cards and I don't like fucking around with a fairy. So <laughs> I play white mage and sage when I heal. And on white mage, there are situations where there's like no mitt, right? Because the only thing you have is like wings and the other healer is like dead or something. I don't know. But on sage, I like never feel that way. Now, keep in mind, okay, I'm a casual healer. All right. I'm a casual healer. All right. I'm not my my healing is not, you know, <laughs> do you GCD shield? I mean, no, I do. too. I said I was a casual healer, not an embarrassment. Like, what the fuck? I mean, I do that. I, I'm an embarrassment. Gonna... Then. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, as long as you get the clear, it's fine. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm just saying, you know, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I got a 97. I got on, like a thirteen. That's like my e two or wait. E no, we're not even in that fucking expansion. Wait anymore. a minute, we can't talk on... about this stuff. That stuff doesn't even exist, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe for like three days at the start of the patch. <laughs> yeah, you can so get a hundred like if you clear it first, and hop. That is true. That's what I care about. Get that historical one hundred. Uh, but anyways, yeah, the main reason I was bringing that up is because I felt like a lot of people do believe at least Sage was well-designed. Uh, and so they do have the ability to change jobs or put them in a direction for where we would feel they're well-designed. And so I guess with Paladin, they, they kind of just threw something together to make it work for the rest of the expansion. But it doesn't feel like, would you say that Paladin is now well-designed? I, I would think not, right? Uh, I, I think it depends on your definition of well-designed. If by well-designed, you mean... Sage. Is it... Well, okay. Is it, like, intricate and is it, like, interesting? I would probably say no. Uh, but if well-designed, if you mean, like, um, anybody can play it, then yeah. Because... Yeah, because Paladin now, um, you can't really fuck up. I mean, you... You can, but it's a lot less harder to fuck up now, um, at least in my opinion, because mm -hmm. Holy Spirit by itself does so much damage now, and I feel like I feel like they did that on purpose, so that if you're if you're ever trying to play safe and you peel off the boss, you can just Holy Spirit on Paladin, and it's only thirty potency less than an Atonement. So it's not really that much of a damage loss versus, versus a GCD. And Holy Spirit also doesn't break your combo. So let's say you go like one, two, and then, you know, is like an average player or a new player. You're like, oh, no, there's something going on. I'm going to run away, you know, just for safety. You can always cast a Holy Spirit, and it's not going to break your combo. And it's not really going to be, the, I mean, it's, it's yeah, sure, it's a damage loss. It's 30 potency. But in comparison to completely missing a GCD or... I don't know, like restarting your combo, it's not really a damage loss. So, um, you know, if they made atonement not break your combo, <laughs> yo, you could do like one Holy Spirit atonement, atonement two, uh, atonement three. You could just use like random abilities and it would probably work out. So like, um, like going back to what I said earlier, I feel like that, they didn't exactly know how they wanted to change it. So they just made, so they just made everything work almost. They're just like, ah, fuck it. People are probably going to outsmart us again anyway, because the community's fucking better at this game than we are. So fuck it. We're going to make no options wrong. You know, I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, yeah, you can do like, 
you'll start your Confidior combo, then do, you know, a Royal Authority and break it or whatever, you know, that's, that's, yeah, that's a fuck up. But I mean, there's not, there's not as many fuck ups on Paladin as there used to be. So as far as design wise go, I think they did a good job, but I never loved Paladin before. So I think that if you loved previous Paladin, um, you might not like it as much now, but if you didn't like it, you probably like it more now is what I would say. It feels simple. It feels like I, I really haven't done too much with it. I just tried to mess around with the rotation and everything and try to understand kind of what they were doing with it. Uh, and I, I'll be honest, I, uh, the old Paladin, I, I just played Paladin a lot. I just played it because I played it. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I felt like it was, it hurt a lot to mess up. <laughs> like it didn't oh, feel yeah, good yeah. at all. And I feel like that's not even in the equation anymore. You're just like, whatever. Just press my buttons and making it through today, dude. Like, it doesn't even feel like there, there's any level of uh, concern about how bad you're going to mess up your, your combo. So, um, I see, like, a few things with that. Is one with, like, Paladin, for example, at least when I'm comparing, like, what tank I'm going to take or what job even, one of the first things I look at is beyond, like, how much damage does it do and how much utility does it do, it is... How strict is it, and what are my expected losses in certain situations? So Paladin, we already know it doesn't do as much damage, at least previously, as like all the other tanks. It was a little lower. It was like between Gunbreaker and Warrior. It was in that area. But if you didn't know how to play it and you picked like the wrong fight or flight rotation or anything like that, it just felt bad. And that... but. That is something that before we were kind of advocating for in a way was some decision making. You had that in the class, but there were expected losses that you would probably have to factor in because at least in within a prog scenario or unless you're actually playing, like thinking about the class often, you're going to lose damage somewhere. Likewise, you'd play something like Dark Knight where when you have to start factoring in losses, it's either downtime which is going to be maybe a GCD or two. It's not going to be a big deal. Um, or you just shift something out of your window, of like your burst window, which isn't a huge deal either. I mean, it it feels it doesn't feel great, but it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Whereas Paladin, because like you had fight or flight, which was on a timer, that downtime really was painful. Um, that is that is losses you cannot gain back. That other classes could shift to other places. Um, Recre only affecting like your Holy Spirit and Magic combo. So it doesn't synergize well with Fight or Flight. That offered some decision making, but in the wrong situation, like you're just like using a Holy Spirit in the middle of your Fight or Flight combo feels terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but then, as a counterpoint to that, Paladin did have going for it. Um,. As you said, Zeno, like dealing with downtime. Uh, I find Paladin to be one of the most fun classes when you're actually trying to play safe. If you're actually trying to play safe and you're running around um, like a boss, you have to disconnect a bunch, bunch for whatever reason, especially with like week one janky strats that are often terrible. Mm hmm. You might have to do that a bunch. In Paladin, if you somehow line up your Holy Spirit and, like, Confidia combo in the middle of that, you might actually end up 
eventually being above other tanks. Yeah. Because you played well around where you would end up having losses. So, like, this trade-off between the tanks, Paladin still had that, but the game's just, like, not designed around making that work. Like, working within those, like, systems, because everything tries to be giant hitbox, full uptime, two-minute burst windows. Like it, yeah, it just... the ranged attacks lost a lot of value with their new, like, mm -hmm. hitbox design and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, talking about defensively, uh, where do you think all these different tanks stand? Is Paladin in a good spot? <laughs> I think Paladin's in an amazing spot defensively. Well, okay, maybe not amazing, but it's in a much better than what it was. Like, Hollow Ground still sucks ass, but... The delay. Um, it's like... Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, seven minutes is way too fucking long, man. Like, who the gives who who the fuck gives a shit that you don't take any damage? Like, what? Like, just fucking Neither heal yourself, forehead. You're a tank in Walker. Just heal yourself. Gunbreaker you know doesn't take damage. Warrior can heal themselves up to full. Dark Knight most of the time can, but then people forget that it has a situation where you'll miss a G you'll miss one GCD under it, and then you'll just kill yourself. Yo, I fucking, but I mean, oh, still, I died to living dead in in DSR like it was like last week or something, man. Oh my god! When I die to that, my healers yell at me. They're like, "Why didn't you say you need a heal?" I'm like, "I always need a heal." It uh, all four hits are not consistent unless yeah. I hold. I don't even know why that's on living dead anymore. Like, just just fucking take it off, man. It's so stupid. Like, just take it off already. Thematic. It only it only happens like you know maybe one out of i don't know 50 times maybe even more maybe like one out of a hundred just take it off man just you go up to full just whatever like i don't know but but yeah like um paladin defensively is really good uh they got they got a lot better with sheltron being uh damage prevention instead of block it is kind of weird, though, that they were like, yeah, we're going to remove blocking, and then they give you a blocking. <laughs> yeah, they just move Like, it. all right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess. But I, I Being mean, able to both stack all of your abilities, like Rampart, Sentinel, then Sheltron. So it's like 20 plus 50 plus 30. None of this is additive, by the way. It's all multiplicative. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. But I don't know the math because I'm dumb. Um. And then adding, like, actually block on top of that and anything else someone else gives you. Like, Paladin can kitchen sink really hard. Yeah. And that is kind of how the game has worked for a long time. We're spreading out cooldowns. What's that? We don't have to do that. Just press all the buttons. Yep. So, in that regard, it's great. Also, its AoE mitt has always been, like, strong. And it's even better now. Like, having... Oh, yeah. Veil's so Vail? much better now. It's really good. Yeah. And the fact that it gives, like... It's a shield, whereas your co-tank, which probably isn't a warrior in a lot of cases, um, Sad like times. percentage mitigation is like percentage mitigation from like Dark Knight and Gunbreaker. I've found, I think, works better if you can hit multiple, cover multiple abilities. Mm -hmm. So something like, um, Ockmorns that hit like four or five times or just a mechanic that hits multiple times over like 15 seconds those are great but if you're about to hit like either a one hit uh strong one hit ability like a big raid wide 
or if it is a multi-hit and you hit it on like the second or third hit pop something like dv which will heal the party and then uh put a shield on them beautiful and they have a uh, passage of arms on top of it which is something none of the other tanks have and that just having a little bit of something extra that also isn't 10 percent; it's 15 percent once you take 85 percent of the damage it, yeah math's a little different in that one if you have something that no other tank has, then they cannot um, balance the game around that having to be there. So you always have something extra, mm -hmm. and you can pretty much either say, we will survive, or you have to put in less thought into your uh, mitigation rotation for the party, especially in like a prog scenario. Because usually players do use their mitigation but you they might over mit one ability by like one or two pieces of mit and then having to ask someone to switch that a few hours into prog can really hinder you due to muscle memory but if you have a paladin you just pop that uh passage of arms button problem solved now nobody has to think yeah mm -hmm. um i think uh yeah so the they they added a they added a hot to shake which i think is fucking awesome yeah so that makes shake even better and they made shake 30 seconds which is crazy like, shake is insane now um so uh like the veil uh the veil change applying to the paladin mm -hmm. um can actually be helpful sometimes like so there's a lot of cases where there's a tank buster into uh, like raid AOE and shake. And um, I mean, you could do this with the others as well, but uh, you can use um, shake and veil to like top up the tank just a little bit. And then they'll have a shield for the tank buster. And then the party will have the shield for the, for the raid AOE. So you can kind of double dip there a little bit. Yeah. So like the fact that shield that the fact that Veil is now I mean I don't know why it took them so long to change Veil because Veil should have always Veil well I guess maybe not at Heaven's Ward because Veil was like the first of its kind um, mm. but uh man like I don't know why it took them so long to change but Veil should have always been instant and it should it should have applied to the Paladin itself the fact that it didn't is just fucking weird but Zeno I can't press it thirty seconds early anymore I mean. And someone actually How can you handle said that to me. <laughs> hey, before you pull, right? You know, these things. Yeah. Somebody said, somebody actually said Veil was worse because you can't pre-pull it anymore. <laughs> That's the reason why Veil is worse. Just ignore all of these other positive changes. It's, it's worse because you can't pre-pull it anymore. Look, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate for a moment, and I would agree with them if that actually had usage. It doesn't. Nobody yeah. has ever really had to do that except for maybe like one or two really niche spots. Yeah. At best, no one ever does that. Everyone if we has... actually could do that and it was useful or there was some interaction, like maybe it got stronger over time, the way longer it took you to like pop, then yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, uh, no. the it, it's, it's hilarious because everyone does so much to mitigate that first AOE half of that shit could be completely cut out and doesn't matter because everybody's just popping it because they can't pop it at the beginning. So yeah, taking shit away from the beginning doesn't matter at all. Uh, man. Okay, I, I have know. a question. Uh-huh. 
Now, the 14 community has referred to New Paladin as Gunbreaker. They say it plays just like Gunbreaker. Okay, now I, I have not, um, what? I have not <laughs> taken a deep dive into the depths of that amount of stupidity yet. Can anyone tell me why the new Paladin plays like Gunbreaker? Send off. I'll, I'll let you answer that. Uh, I can't because <laughs> that makes no sense. But this is just. I, I'm. I sure you remember this, Zena. Like you hit a certain point, and everyone's just like, "Oh, this class is just like Warrior." So if you're a Boomer, you refer to a class as this class is just Warrior, and then when you become a Zoomer, you're just like, "Oh, this class is just Dark Knight." And I don't know who the hell's saying Gunbreaker. Yeah, because like day one, people were th people were saying, yeah, pa new paladin is just like Gunbreaker 2.0. Mm. There's there's maybe 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 like one similarity, maybe maybe, mm -hmm. but th but but that's like saying, oh, okay, warriors like Gunbreaker because it has it has a tank stance and tank mastery. And that's it. And that's why they're the same. Aren't all tanks the same? Like, I mean, yeah. Fuck it. All I tanks mean, are the same. I, it's, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Man, <laughs> hold on. I saw this funny, dude. I saw this funny meme. It was like, it was like the icon of defiance, and then the icon of of you know the the defiance off, and it was compliance, <laughs> and the grit. The icon off was quit. Uh. Royal Guard was, um, ah, oh, shit. Fuck, man. It was like, oh, it was Royal Disregard. And then, um, Shield Oath was, uh, oh, fuck. What was, damn it, I can't remember Shield Oath. The chat remembers. Man, okay, sure. sorry. I'm making this really bad, but it was, but it was really funny. <laughs> I know there's a meme out there and it's really funny and I'm, and I'm sorry I, I couldn't remember all of it, but. It's okay. Someone in chat, go find it and post it, and yeah, I'm sure yeah, you won't really get insta banned. Uh, you, you probably... Oh yeah, it was called Iron Will and Iron Won't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's so good. Yeah, that's what it was, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, why did they trim all that by a second? Was there something that I missed? I don't know, but I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like that change. Nah, it, nah, it fucks with me because now you can't. Now you can't easily triple weave it. So you used to be able, okay, so turning off your stance was literally nothing. It cost nothing. You could actually mm -hmm. do it at the same time as you were hitting a GCD or an off GCD. But now you can't do that. So if you're like trying to completely optimize your off GCDs, like down to like the fucking like quarter of a second or whatever, mm -hmm. it, it's really annoying. It's really obnoxious because now it actually, it's, it's like a thing now. It's kind of mm. hard to explain. Um, now, okay, I'll say this, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you know, Clippy, right? You yeah. know, Clippy. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know, Alex. Okay. Well, if you got, you know, if you got them over for dinner, you know, whatever, then it's not a problem. You know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not really a problem, you know, but if you don't, then it is a problem. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you today. All right. I want to give a shout out to the cousins because the 14 community has rejoiced upon their return. 
there was a parade. The streets were just lit up with praises and, and Eorzea was full of happiness and gratitude for the return of the cousins because today is a glorious day. I want January 14th next. This is a, this is a special day. This is the, the cousin day. It's a new holiday in mm-hmm. Eorzea because this is the day the cousins return after their long, their long stay, their long, you know, traveling adventures in the circus. They're now back. Mm. So today is a good day. You know, uh, as someone without any cousins, uh, I never really had any issue at all. And I just heard all the noise. And for some reason, I was just like, that, that, that's kind of funny to me. Because <laughs> I do Party Finder a lot. And I did notice a little bit of a difference in Party Finder. Yeah, yeah just a little mm-hmm. bit. People uh, losing their raid groups. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, they were losing the raid groups because because uh, the horse wasn't they there. Got the cousin. Yeah, because it's not there to support him. Yeah, I, I get it. Mm-mm. Jeez, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, times are different, man. <laughs> times are different yeah. now, man. It is. It's true. It's true. I'm, I'm gonna pl- admit to something. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you could triple weave tank stance until after DSR. Really. Yeah. Oh, I always man. treated it like an off GCD, and oh, I always yeah, had it, it fill was, a spot. So it this, was like this change means nothing to me. I've been doing it for years. Yeah, it was so it was weird. It was like you could, um, like it would basically cue it off. Yeah, yeah. Right? It didn't even. It just like it wasn't even part of like the queuing system. It's 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 really hard to explain. It's just, it's more of like a feeling. It's kind of like a server tick. You just have to, you just, I don't know, you fucking play the game long enough and you just start to get it. But you, you, when you just click it off, it doesn't actually queue up with anything. It just, it happens instantly and it over in it and it just happens over everything else. Um, or at least that's how I, that's, that's how I did it for years. So this change fucking, this change fucks me. I have to plan for an off GCD usage now. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, the recast time has been reduced from three to two seconds. And it's causing problems with, I don't, I'm, I'm stupid guys. Problems with what exactly? Are you yeah. Saying? Yeah. Like it's, is it making it worse because you have to do like a, you say you have to plan for an OGCD for it, man. I don't even, you, you will clip at the end. Yeah. If you try to like before you could do two off GCDs, then you could press tank stance off. Mm-hmm. And it would just naturally fall off. Okay, I think now mm-hmm. you it like takes up like a really small spot, and you'll notice you'll you'll clip your GCD. Okay. So if you're like, in like a really heavy window for if you're playing a class like Dark Knight in your burst window, and you got a tank swap, you're kind of screwed. If you're like actually trying to optimize anyway. You guys turn off your tank stance. Yes. Oh, I don't <laughs> as much as I used yeah, to. Yeah, dude. Why the? F- yeah, man. Like, when you got a big ass burst window coming up, dude, you ain't got time for shirk. That's for the birds. <laughs> Just turn that tank stance off, man. All right. As long as the other tanks got later, it on. Man. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got yeah. It. Oh man. Here. So- let me let me send you something, uh, Frosty. Uh, dude, don't send me like something like a dick pic or something, man. I would not send you that. All right. Unless. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, it's like this. I'm gonna post. I'm gonna go get banned from your chat now. For posting and like, oh, I didn't get banned. Holy crap! Oh, you're VIP. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is kind yeah, of what tanking's like now. Yeah. Uh, Every two minutes, you have a burst window. And then you have oh, yeah. to also press all your cooldowns and raid-wide oh. mitigation. And if you're a class like Dark Knight, yeah. you can't fit it. Same thing with Gunbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just, you have to, like, that. that is where some of, like, some skill comes in nowadays. Where you actually have to have the foresight to press your stuff early before mm -hmm. the cast bar even starts. Right. Although certain abilities like Heart of Corundum and, um... Like Sheltron and uh, Nascent Flash, like the and Blood Wedding, those give you benefits for the first four seconds, so they actually encourage you to wait mm -hmm. to the last second. Yeah, but, it doesn't make sense. Like, like that's another thing about tanks that is annoying. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, now I enjoy hitting off GCDs, but I do think that there comes a certain point in time where there is way too fucking many. And right now, Dark Knight has way too fucking many. You should not have to hit Salted Earth twice on top of two plunges on top of two Shadowbringer charges. Are you fucking kidding me, man? That is way too many off, off GCDs. Especially during windows where there's like, they always put a Tank Buster or a Raid White or something during that time. Like, there's no reason you should have to hit Salted Earth twice, man. That is so stupid. And the same thing with a gap closer, the same thing with Shadowbringer. Like, I like GCDs. Or, sorry, off GCDs. I actually think Gunbreaker has around the amount of off GCDs that I would want on a job. I think Warrior has too few. Paladin has too few. Dark Knight has too many. And Gunbreaker has around what I think that, I guess, an average job should, should have. Um... But I also don't like useless off GCDs. Like, I think hitting Salt and Darkness is fucking stupid. I think tank, tank uh, gap closers, having potency is dumb. I wish the gap closers were like Thunderclap, because I think Thunderclap is like the best fucking gap closer in the game. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily like, um, like, Bowshock. Mm. Um, I, think that's, I think that's not needed. Um, so I think they like tank off GCDs. Hopefully, well, in my opinion, hopefully they increase the number of off GCDs on Warrior and Paladin and reduce the number of off GCDs on Dark Knight and somehow kind of meet in the middle. Because I do think that you want off GCDs because if you don't have off GCDs, uh, the job can become stale. You know, it can become like, you know, too slow or whatever. You but guys don't hear you think my daughter in the background just to make sure, right? No. Okay, because people keep saying oh. baby stuff, and then like oh, I keep, really? yeah, I keep. I I, I know my daughter was. Oh being, no, Zeno just sounds like just, a baby. Man, they're so fucking lucky. I can't <laughs> time this idiot. <laughs> Don't you have mod in my chat? Oh, I can. Yo, get fucked, idiot. Yo, see ya, rip, bozo. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you got it. You've unleashed a monster. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I didn't know that. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, all my mods right. are just biased streamers, so no. uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, I'll say that I, I generally agree with you on that, Zeno. Um, especially on Dark Knight, like, Salt and Darkness is kind of dumb, 
it, it could make a lot more sense if the content was designed differently. Like if we actually had more movement, uh, more than one target, um, mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff could be actually quite interesting. But when you have stuff like Shadowbringer and Carbon Spit and Salt and Darkness, they all feel very samey. Yeah. And I don't like that. I mean, Carbon Spit does have the trade-off with Abyssal Drain, but it doesn't heal enough to actually make it worth using on any sort of single target. Now, yeah. if that was a heal plus a shield, maybe we'd be talking a little bit, but it's not. But then the one thing I will say is that I do think plunge, stuff like plunge and your like gap closers should have potency because that is a trade-off as well, where sometimes you can hold your plunges outside of a burst window to be used for utility's sake, for getting back to the boss sooner or to a certain location. But once again, we fights aren't really designed to do that very often anymore, especially with their giant hitboxes. If they were smaller and we were running around the arena more, having multiple targets to jump between, yeah, that, that plays a role that can be quite interesting and fun to work with. Mm -hmm. But right now, it's just, it's, it's just not there. If they... If that situation was more applicable, like in more situations, right, then I would then I would be okay with gap with gap closes have, having potency. But as it is now, you just literally spam it when it's like you spam it in the burst. That's that's all you do all the time. Spam it in the burst. There's maybe one fight, you know, that you save it for one single part. I just it's just not it's just it just it just shouldn't have potency in my opinion. Like like it's the situation doesn't come up often enough to, to like warrant that. Mm -hmm. um, like in this entire raid tier, the only time that you have to do it is in P5. That's it. And it's one time in P5. Other than that, you never do that situation. So in all of the fights, so in five fights, cause I'm counting that fucking door boss. Okay. Fuck that door boss. I had to go gunbreaker for that fucking door boss. Fuck him. In five fights, mm -hmm. you do it once, one time in five fights. That's just not, nah, it's just, I don't know, man. It just doesn't warrant it. You don't need it for it dog two? Huh? Dog two in uh, P8S, the door boss, when he jumps over to the side, right? Well, no, because if it's dog first, you just <laughs> jump off the edge. Oh, okay. I got you. No, that's fair. Yeah. Wait, if yeah, you, you use get gap closer, if you use gap closer on dog two. Mm -hmm. Oh no! Wait, dog one. If you use it on dog one, the game glitches out and it instantly kills you. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like it because the boss is moving, and you're like moving with the plunge. It doesn't know where to put you, so it will sometimes put you in the stack with the players, mm -hmm. and you'll just instantly like teleport it somewhere looks really, and just die. Yeah, it looks really weird because your because your camera like jerks to the back and then jerks in the middle. Mm -hmm. And it looks like your game is fucking up. Yeah, and you just you just get fucking destroyed. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. Don't try it because you will wipe doing it. I, I, but it you can't invulnerate uh, either. So hmm. uh, it doesn't matter. I play Sage now. I'm a, I'm a healer main now. Now I will say, I do think it would be interesting if gap closers all worked like thunderclap, being able to jump between both enemies and party members. I yeah, no, that's see... what I like. That's what I like about Thunderclap is that you can target a party member. That's why I think it's awesome. Like, I see opportunities with that that could be really interesting. 
like even if they even made it like a staple of the game where they have like mechanics or something where one member wants to free position on one side of the room and then everybody just jumps to them. Yeah, I think well like so like, so, like you remember travel. um you remember in um Omega with Hello World, right? How the healer would rescue the tank? Well, I think yes. that'd be fucking sick if the tank could just thunderclap to the fucking healer. That would be. Like I think in situations like basically the, with the direction the game is going, it's just it doesn't make sense that they have that they have potency on them. Like just make them thunderclap. Like it would it would be different if if like um okay, so take like Titan for example, like the first phase of Titan. Dude, that's my that's like my favorite fight in this fucking game, man. I love that fight so much. Having to optimize your your gap closers in that fight is fucking in, insane. If there were more fights like that, then I think it would be worth it. But there's there that's like the only fight. <laughs> that's like the only fight, man. And I just that's why it it's not even a lot of potency either. It's not even a lot of potency. So mm -hmm. two hundred. Or like one fifty. It's one of the two. I don't know. I feel like you get it out of you get it out of like burst. Mm -hmm. It's I that single off GCD is not gonna change anything. Especially if it doesn't crit. Because this fucking this whole game is crit crit heavy. <laughs> so I, I just feel like that they could take that potency and just put it somewhere else. It just Yeah. So they just take the potency and put it somewhere else. Easy. Like if this game had more had more fights where like Titan where you had to gap close back and forth and all this, you know, badass shit, then yeah, sure. But it's not. It's a fucking super huge hitbox that stands in the middle of the arena and if for, every, if for whatever reason it teleports, it'll always go back to the middle. So, you know, I guess at I got... That, uh, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. I was just saying, at that point, it's like button bloat. Mm -hmm. It's like not needed. So, I guess one of my, my questions uh, about all this, too, and we were talking about making the game good for the general players playing it, getting people in, letting them do content and everything, and then we have, like, the stuff where we, we want it to be a little bit more difficult. Do we feel like maybe the players, they, as long as the jobs are good for doing normal, maybe that should be the level <laughs> that, like, they're like, okay, if they could do normal, we're okay. And then in Savage, we can actually try to make it a little bit more difficult, right? And so they can start making these smaller hitboxes. They can start making these game design changes in uh, Savage and not have to really uh tone stuff down just to make sure everybody can do it because you don't need it anymore that's the point of savage right savage was the whole point of that was to make it to where it was a, a challenge for players and we didn't have to make things simpler for uh different players uh so i don't know i feel like right now if you want really crazy uh difficult content you have ultimate and savage is difficult for a little bit until you figure it out and then most players it's, it's just clockwork right yeah i well, like I said earlier, I think they need to not make things easier on every single angle. If they're going to make the jobs easier, then leave the hitboxes, you know, normal size. Make the boss to where you have to move it. Or alternatively, they make the jobs harder, but then make the, the hitbox bigger. But they're doing, they're making it easier on both sides or on all different angles. Mm -hmm. So I disagree with that. So I think that they should do one, but not both. Because Savage is supposed to be like, uh, well, now, nowadays, and 
pretty much since what like they should make I, Stormblood? Like creator yeah jobs be, yeah, yeah yeah around like creator mm -hmm. uh, I think that's when it started was that type of difficulty because creator was easier than Midas it was around that perfect type difficulty and that type of difficulty is for is perfect for like mid core um they and they they need to keep that but that was also back when the rotations were harder mm -hmm. um but like now you know the rotations are easier and moving the boss is easier and the boss hitbox is bigger mm -hmm. so i think that's a mistake uh i mean they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want obviously <laughs> you know but um i think that they should just pick one and not that's true i mean i would say i'd venture to say you know do make the jobs I don't know. You don't even really need to make it easier if you make the yeah. Because in the end, if people fuck up and they don't hit the right rotation, they can still kill it because there's no DPS check. What does it matter how complicated you make the job if they just execute all the mechanics in the fight and they keep pressing their one button and eventually they clear it? Um, but when we uh, we talk about making, I don't know. I, I'm on the fence with that. <laughs> I am. Uh, I was thinking originally just make the jobs a little bit easier, make the fights harder, because you have to take the job everywhere, right? You don't have to take the fight everywhere, but you have to take the job everywhere. But at the same time, if they don't execute the job properly, it doesn't matter. They can still make it more difficult, and easier players can get through easier. Ah, never mind. I'm all over in my head right now. Well, so... Um, Making so jobs like fun. I actually, I, I kind of agree with that. Making jobs fun is probably really important. <laughs> And optimizing them make that fun as well, uh, and then more players would do that, right? Um, yep. yeah. I mean, well, like there's like little stuff too that they can do that, like there's little stuff like like for warrior. I think it was dumb when they removed the crit increase on how much gauge you had. Oh, like that's just I miss that that's so dumb. much. Like I really enjoyed that that min max. Like I liked storing my my gauge so that I could like have a higher chance of crit, just like little stuff like that, mm -hmm. that I wish that was still in the game. That extra, like, that decision making between having 90 and 100 gauge, giving you that tiny bit of crit juice, and then you do a heavy swing and it crits, and then you do the fell cleave and it crits, and it always felt good. Oh yeah. Dude, that was, that was fun. But I now it's that. like, okay, I got 40, you know, or I got 50, fuck it, just fell cleave, whatever. Press the button. Yeah, mm -hmm. just whatever. Yeah. So. so go ahead. Or, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, uh, you know, talking about the current state of things and talking about uh, maybe what the future would look like if we wanted to make it, like, <sighs> there's, let's not think that we're making the game for, you know, five-year-olds that just want to press one button. Like, I, this is attack button. This is the defense button. Like, every time a tank buster comes up, I press one button. Every time I need attack, I press another button. Let's not go down that direction. But if we wanted to make the whole... If we wanted to fix some of the major gripes that maybe uh, you guys would have, wanting, like, more difficult jobs and everything else, but still not go too far away from making people not want to play them because they're not fun to play, what, what are the key things they need, would need to fix about tanking right now? Uh, mm. Well, I mean, I think... I think Stormblood was like the perfect balance, honestly. Like, I think that was, I, I think, I think Stormblood was the best expansion, like combat wise. Like, I think it was, I think it was super good. The raids were awesome. The jobs were really good. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, unless I'm misremembering. Hold on. Let me think about it. For a well, I mean, if you look no, at the like, job, the, the job's I, really good. Yeah. Uh, so, but, 
like I guess like band-aid fixes. One, smaller hitboxes. Two, make stop having the boss go to the middle. Uh three, make the bosses uh make it to where you have to move. Move the bosses. Um <laughs> This is all this is all boss design right now. I will say that you know the one thing that well, but I, it has to do with tanking though. But yeah, this yeah. does have to do with tanking. No, your you're right. kit is the t like the way your kit works kind of influences like the way fights can be designed as mm -hmm. well. Like you can make a fight that is very fun and interesting, but if no one none of the kits work for it, it just means that a class can become like unviable for it. And that's something we do, like, I know SE wants to avoid. And anyone who's lived through, like, Heaven's Ward knows that the player base generally wants to as well. And that's probably where a lot of these problems have stemmed from. Which is where, the why the Paladin changes happened, right? Yeah, because there's more, like, because also, I mean, you played Paladin in Heaven's Ward. That's never I escaping me. Literally, I know, everyone and brings were, that up. Were, yeah, because you were griefing for an entire two years. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry you like there was no reason to play there that were class. It was, fights where Paladin was actually good. Like and, two, yeah, but they were there, you know. And I was Yo, with you, a casual group. There's no griefing, right? It's still now you're still griefing because yeah. it that's just how bad it was. <laughs> but it's like when we want remember more when Paladin's cooldown was stone skin. You remember that shit? Oh, oh yeah. That, actually, I do want that back though. You you casted stone skin on yourself. Oh, you know what, yo? Most people Bring don't realize that Bulwark used to be a three minute cooldown, couldn't block magic, and only sixty percent block chance. Look yeah. how far we've come. We've Look come how far finally we've made come. it hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and they also man. said Paladin will never block magic. Yep. <laughs> you know how everything in this game is magic? You used to not be able to block that. So. I have learned that they will say something, and in two years, that theory is going to change. You can't trust them. It's, I don't know if it's about trust. You can't trust them. It's that they, they're able to change their mind, right? You know? They, they change they, their mind after yeah. watching one of my videos. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Man. Um, but no. I don't, hey, I man, just... all I'm going to say is this, okay? Mm -hmm. All right? Okay, look, look, man. I'm just going to say it. All right? Who went to the Shadowbringer oh Media Tour? Oh, my God. Me. How balanced were tanks in Shadowbringers? Who didn't go to the Media Tour for Endwalker? How fucked are they? Yep, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say, man. I'm just going to leave it at that. Same so media tour <laughs> Dude, I want to go to the next one, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. I want to funny. go to the next one. Yeah, they're fun to go to, man. Now, what I went to was was so was so fun, man. It was in such a nice. It was in such a nice area too. Like the well, well, okay, the area wasn't nice, but the building that was in was really cool. It was like this old building. Yeah, it had a really you know, good feel really, to really it. Awesome. Yeah, 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 it was super chill, man. I got to meet Yoshi. I was starstruck, dude. I'll yeah. start he told me he told me that the uh that the devs and shit watched my stream dude i almost cried i almost broke down right there mm -hmm. yeah when i got down my interview with him oh my god i was i'll starstruck yeah they read uh mock, he was telling me that they read mock talk digest sometimes like especially with the world race stuff and everything else uh and how they <laughs> like yeah that's the send off yeah yeah <laughs>
Because <laughs> I think uh, he's also given me shit from what Sendoff has said. And then uh, blame someone else yeah, for it that blame wasn't someone me. Else. <laughs> so great. Uh, but yeah, no. It, it, so it I is apologize. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you saw that one. No, he might not. Uh, but yeah, there, there are times, uh, and it's weird. And like, he, when he talks about the world race stuff and he talks about like how, like he said that like not too long ago, I think after all the crazy stuff happened with DSR, right? But he did say he was like happy that, uh, the world race scene exists within Final Fantasy 14. He's proud of that. And like that hit me because I'm pretty heavy involved with this stuff, at least enough to where I feel like I have a minor effect, right? At least the world race would always exist, even if I wasn't here or not. I'm, I'm 100% sure of that, but I'm here. Uh, and so it, it, uh, it is interesting because you don't think you're being seen <laughs> by Big Papa, but he's there and he's watching. Uh, he might not oh, see all there. of it, but he's, he's, mm -hmm. he's there, man. Um, I'm sure he's show so, yeah, so ashamed of me. I'm sure. I'm sure he's very ashamed of you. Uh, but yeah, no, I the tour and doing all these events and working with these guys, it's great. And you know, I, I we, a lot of shit could be said about decisions and game design and everything else, but we're saying it because we want to say it, and it's not because we hate the people who make this game, are we? Nah, that's one. No, nah, yeah. man, that's one like big thing. That's one big thing that uh, it's a it's a big misconception about yeah. about me is like, man, I get a lot of YouTube comments and shit. They're like, man, this this fucking this guy, he he's always shitting on this game. He hates it. I love this game. This game is my favorite game. This game changed my life. There's, I if I had one game to always play, it would definitely be this one. Like, there's no question about it. Like, this game is has is so important to me. And that is exactly why that I'm so passionate about it, right? Like that's why I that's mm -hmm. because I want it to be perfect. I want it to be perfect. I mean, it's never gonna be perfect, but people mistake criticism for you hating something. And mm -hmm. I feel like that um that's just that's just wrong because you can you can have like criticisms of something that you love and well, still love it. You know what I mean? Well, people, yeah, yeah. It's a that happens all the time. And also, people confuse like colorful criticism with like yeah, they think it has to be like formal, like written out, and like all this great shit. No, we're fucking just talking, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm just I'm just blunt about shit, man. Because I don't see I see I don't like all that shit. I don't like all that fluffy bullshit, man. I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to win people over. I'm trying to get to the fucking point. You know, I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to suck your dick and cuddle. I want to get to the fucking point. I want to get to the problem so we can fix it. You know, we can do that shit after the problem's fixed. I'll do that as a, as, as, as a present for you fixing my issue. You know, that comes later. First fix my fucking issues. You know, like here's an issue. Why the fuck doesn't, in, why the fuck doesn't, um, um, in a release give you storm's eye that is fucking stupid the move is called inner release like you it's an explosion of rage and you're fucking telling we, me that it doesn't give storm's <laughs> eye that's so fucking dumb we just talked about making classes more complicated but that's not making more of class that's not making that's more making it that's simpler. just that's just an error that no that's just them not realizing that it doesn't already do it doesn't need to <laughs> 
No, it definitely <laughs> needs to. Have you ever? No, have you ever done P8 Phase Two on Warrior? You know how awful it feels. Nah, you know what? Nah, okay. Nah, here, here. The next time you're doing P8 Phase Two on Dark Knight, you're not allowed to hit Edge of Shadow for three GCDs. Then you'll know. Then you'll know. <laughs> so the next I'm not time you do, do P8, that. Uh, exactly. <laughs> even though, even yeah. though that's probably actually the more optimal thing to do what i hear but i will not do that no no but you want to hit edge of shit no what the thing you want to now, a lot of people shot. say press it a little later because then party buffs are actually up because you won't actually gain an extra usage but i don't subscribe to that propaganda i press it immediately oh. okay <laughs> all right send yeah so anyway so in a release should give you should give you storm's okay. eye okay just like just like edge of shadow gives you dark side Man, a majority man, a majority of people don't even fucking know what dark side is. They don't even know. They just they just know they have to hit edge of shadow to use their shadow bringer. I gotta it. keep that bar up above zero. <laughs> if it goes to zero, I die on the inside. <laughs> oh. But uh, go yeah, circling back just a little bit to like yeah. the uh, discussion that we we're having on like like what do we need to see like change and everything. Mm -hmm. especially within like some of the design i mostly agree with everything xeno said about moving the boss around things like that having more responsibility i would actually like to see a little more on the um tank damage side um that is more medium level damage especially for like untelegraphed busters oh yeah those are because, the best like that used to be a thing back in ARR and in Heaven's Ward, and then they got rid of them completely. Mm -hmm. And I do to some degree understand that maybe they don't want it because if you either have a bad memory or you've never seen something before, you can feel ex completely blindsided that you just got hit with a buster. That's why I say that it should be like medium level damage at, at best. But it should add more gameplay factors to stuff like TBN intervention well intervention slash sheltron flash blood wedding like those abilities i feel like you should have to think about a little more you should have to make good use of it um yeah, like right now to, it's like, like all or nothing effective. right yeah the it's, last time yeah. i remember some of those being like super useful was probably um t like bjcc in the middle of t mm -hmm. all your Dude, reactive they hit really abilities, hard it's, man <laughs> It was beautiful having to actually use cooldowns on not tank busters again and actually having to think about that and use those like skills from back in the day and just actually focus on mitigating autos and raid wide aoe's that are hitting you for personal damage because that was doing your job instead of just holding everything to the last minute it was making things easier for your healers and your party and it was also movement and running around the room I like that. That is an amazing mm -hmm. part of like tanking, but we don't do that anymore, partly because they simplified things so so much. I would if like to see a little more do, return to that. If they ever do Unreal turn five, it is gonna be a dark day for all tanks. Because all tanks feet? Huh? They have to move two feet? No, well, no no no. Because they're <laughs> gonna get hit with a plummet on top of a death sentence on top of a crit auto attack all at the same time. And they're going to get absolutely fucking deleted. 
Well, actually, I don't know. Maybe not because tanks have like 9 million cooldowns. So I don't know. Maybe. Not. But but uh, that's that's a lot of damage, though. Twin Tanya hit really hard. Like if she crit you at the at like she would like do death sentence and then weave in an auto attack and it could crit into a plummet. Dude, that was a shit ton of damage. Well, that that back then, I think they that was really weird game design. Well, because everything had like their weird their own um, timings within the game. Yeah. So like you had your auto attack timer, you could have a plummet timer, and then there's the rotation based off of HP percent and when you push. Are but we really going back to T five? Hey man, Quintania <laughs> hit hard as fuck, man. Well, if, if, I remember I think you would just instantly die. You'd go from a hundred to zero, just oh. instantly die sometimes. I think it's interesting to look at mm -hmm. uh, Frosty from like. You can look at some of these old fights, especially Turn 9 Savage. It took I two think months is... to clear that fight, didn't it? Or something like that? Quintania? Well, that yeah. was for other reasons. That was for Twisters. Yeah. Yeah, it was like Acting strange. Hmm. Yeah. And then they also took down the instance for five weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But like, take a bunch of, like, even players who were good um, into, like, min-eye level or maybe with some gear off Tier 5. Uh, Turn 9 Savage, for example. Because that fight has so many untelegraphed busters, um, so many other things, you'll one of the things you'll see is it'll take tanks, especially those who have started in Shadowbringers, a couple pulls before they realize, you know, I might have to actually put Rampart on the opener because the boss is about to mini-buster me two GCDs in, and then right again right before the buster. Because that's, like, that's something players haven't had to think about. It, it's, it's a very simple thing. But players haven't had to think about that for years, mm -hmm. and they're re and if you are running with a weaker kit like the level fifty kit, there's nothing you yourself can do about it, other than that. If you are running at a level ninety kit, the only thing you can really I mean there are things you can do, um, like TBN and oblation and any of your reactives, but you're going to then have to start pacing them out because you might realize I might only be able to get one of them in if I don't press it immediately. And then you have to start having like a mini timeline in your head. And you have to start thinking about things that you have never had to think about in the past. Well, and it just, it like changes, it changes things. Yeah. It was a lot more interesting back then. Cause on top of all that, you also had to move the bosses. So yeah. back in the day, tanks had a lot more responsibility. It's like now tanks are just like DPS with just like, you know, easier rotate, like slightly easier <laughs> rotations. Like you don't really move the boss anymore. You, you just pop all your fucking cooldowns all at the same time. It's like. I would venture know. to say tanks are like the easiest job in the game. I mean, they're, I mean, that's why I, that's why I play. <laughs> I agree with that. I yeah, say that to I everybody play. and people. The thing is, I say that to my group. I'm like tanking is the easiest role. Anybody can play it. And then half the people say they disagree. And I'm just like, I don't understand how you're disagreeing with this take. They they have you're the spotlight when you're in a raid. That that's the thing. Like they're moving, yeah, they're like, doing some movement, right? They're doing they're t starting the boss uh, fight. They're having the hit button so they don't die, right? If you're a DPS, you're just like, how do I do a whole bunch of damage? Half DPS don't even like press mitigation. It is because people recognize when you make mistakes, because you're a front and center. Mm -hmm. everybody knows when you fuck up like it, it's very apparent when a tank messes mm -hmm. up but the mechanics you have to do are more limited your priority systems are usually easier because of the way they represent like melee and ranged 
or tank healer groups. Tanks mm-hmm. typically have a much easier job in that. You can get hit by AoEs in, in a savage fight and not die. Whereas anybody of other class will. And your rotation is simple in comparison. So if you mess something up, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's just like, because of all those factors, I, I do think that tanks are pro- definitely the easiest. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd put healers at the hardest, at least from a prog perspective and then DPS in the middle. <laughs> You know, I think healers uh, after prog would be a little bit easier uh, once all that stuff gets figured out. It's more mapping yes. out the mitigations and what needs to happen and how you can keep people alive and what people need to do to keep themselves alive because you don't have seen. Yeah, you know, well, that's like a group experience, though, right? I don't know. People, especially within a quick tier, do not always think about um, the um, healers and the tanks and what they have to do. So when you're progging a fight and you're on healer in middle of prog, you're not only learning what you, buttons you have to press to maximize your damage while not killing everybody, because everyone's going to know when you mess that up, the whole raid's dead. Um, but also, like, you're doing maybe two phases at a time and trying to figure out your healing, and that's just so, pain while raising other people. Tanks yeah. have something similar, and one issue is, like, Let's say you're two, three phases into a phase. You don't know until you're like two to four minutes later after a buster what your cooldowns are going to look like because you have to readjust your timeline to handle what new information you have. But you don't want to die because that's nothing more frustrating than doing a 15-minute fight and dying 10 minutes in because you had to change a cooldown and you miscalculated it. The whole group's going to hate you for it. Yeah, that is a sort of like skill that you have to have to be able to adjust that stuff in the middle of like a learning situation. But yep. overall, it's still I don't think it's that difficult. Healing usually. is just play Dark Knight then. Yeah, tanking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Healing uh, and party finder becomes when it, it is a little bit more difficult because you're literally trying to you're in a different situation every single fight. You have no clue who's going to use mitigation. You have no clue if your healer is going to do anything at all. Um, and you have to constantly try to keep people alive. So doing like uh, party finder healing is probably the most difficult role. Uh, but I think in a static, things get a little bit more consistent. It's a little bit easier. But I have had a tank once mm-hmm. um, in party finder. It was dark night. There's a tank buster coming and it's like, oh, they're going to living dead this, right? And they would take the damage and then they would living dead. <laughs> And when call when people ask them about this, they're like, "Oh, I usually LD after the buster." And sometimes I'm just think I like think back on that, and I'm like, "Do they understand what they're supposed to do? Do they do they know what LD does?" I don't, I don't, I don't understand what the thought process here is. And unfortunately, as a healer, you just kind of have to adjust. <laughs> Healers adjust are a thing, and I hate it because mm-hmm. it should be tanks adjust. The world should revolve around tanks adjust, not healers adjust. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. Do you remember when tank stances reduced the damage that you took? Yes, and I loved it. It made the prog scenario. It made prog a lot better, I feel. Trying to squeeze out damage versus, like, because you had this balance, right? You wanted to be tanky, but at the same time... uh, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, outside of Prague, it was just you'd left it off a majority of the time. But um, in Prague, it was 
it was uh, it made it a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that it's fun. That change has fundamentally changed some of the game design. Yeah. Because you, yeah, like Zeno said, you had a trade-off. Do you want to be more defensive, or do you want to be more uh, offensive? And like you'll go into like tank stance whenever you want to make things easier for your party or for your healers Man. and then outside of that you go into dps stands i feel like we're i can remember the tank show we had where we were talking about this upcoming change and the effects that it would have and now i'm thinking now i'm saying remember when <laughs> something that we had a conversation about years a ago. ago i was like holy well, fuck man old i i know that this might be not the most popular take, but I think uh, I think tanking has been now harder ever since they changed that. What? Because of the amount of how rigid your rotation has to be. Because in the past, like when you started to look at your like DPS check, you had two ceilings and two floors. One based off tank stance, one based off DPS stance. And SE's not going to balance the fight for full-time DPS stance. They don't do that. So instead, they have to put it somewhere in between, and it's like, this is where they expect you to be. And by being a good tank and being more in DPS stance, more often, you could find a way to get above what SE expected the DPS check to be, whereas DPS were probably already doing the damage they expected. Same things with healers, they could influence it. Now, because tanks only have one stance that only affects enmity and not actual damage, they know what you're supposed to do and they balance for that. That's why I feel like we see a lot more situations of people reaching in rage and the boss is like just about to kill them. Mm-hmm. We see a lot more of that where personally for myself, until this last year, I have never fought in rage once in this game. I've never actually had to fight it and try to pass it. Ever since then, like I've had getting closer and closer to that feeling just because I feel it, like, and I feel like this tank chance change is a, uh, it's a contributing factor. It's not the whole factor, obviously. No, I, I it's think contributing. it's contributing. I mean, cr- the same thing with cleric stance, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, but now we're going real far back. Well, last, well, last year was tough. Uh, well, okay, so, I mean, I thought Shiva was harder than last year. You just had to play meta this year. You didn't have to play meta on Shiva, but you had to play meta this year. Because they supposedly fucked up. But I don't think that they fucked up. Because I think that Paladin and Warrior were just really undertuned. I think that if you played meta... Okay, so when we played meta, when I swapped, we had a damage down. And I... Yeah, we had... I I know we had one damage down. And I think we had a death toward the end. And we still fucking beat it. But when I was on Warrior, we wiped a 0.1%. Like three times. But because of that change... So I think that this particular tier... Two tanks were just fucking undertuned. But like in Shiva, um, when the group I was in cleared Shiva, I was on Warrior, which wasn't like DPS meta, and we didn't have Ruby weapons, and we still we still cleared. So I actually think that um that this tier this tier was just fucked. It was just fucked. Like they they didn't know like the the the, the tanks this tier were just severely, severely un like unbalanced. Because if you played meta, it felt it felt right, I guess. If you played, if so, you played meta, so oh, absolutely. My group, <laughs> we took triple ranged. 
And uh, yeah, <laughs> we weren't really thinking about a lot of us weren't really thinking about the changes they've made over the years to hit boxes, design, and all that stuff. And we just went with the standard triple range comp that we have done for so long, and we really were punished for it this time around. Like we were fighting to a point where I, where we have a run with no deaths, and I held like two GCDs and snakes to play safe. We hit enrage. Nope. We hit a 49% and we see enrage because the game decided to hate us. <laughs> it's Yeah, double melee was really, really strong. So if we took really double melee, strong. we would have killed it day two easy. Like yeah. that would have been like a very easy decision. But we had to go to bed day two without a uh, clear and it felt really awful. And part of that was solely because of that choice. Yeah. Not entirely, but it was a very huge configuring, contributing factor. Yeah. I mean, and with this question sitting off, you don't have to give away strategies or anything. Uh, but going into ultimate, what are we looking at for most optimal tank setup going into ultimate? Hmm. Well, warrior is pretty much already off the table because <laughs> I don't think warrior has enough damage and defensives to be viable in most cases. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um so dark knight's pretty much a lot of lock just because you know high damage easy to play tbn's busted um just generally all around good pick so for me the debate is what is the other tank gonna play are they gonna play gunbreaker or are they going to play paladin and i haven't really looked too much as of late into the paladin numbers because i want to do some of our own research um, because it looks like Paladin is, good. yeah. Well, <laughs> there's also good. the question of, do you think SC is going to make a change on the day of? Like, they're going to give it a tiny boost. They might. And how much will that boost actually bring to the table? Because to me, the thought process usually is, Gunbreaker will do more damage, but Paladin has better utility. So it and is usually easier to play. Now, anyway, it is easier to play um, and just has better party mint. So if we reach a point where Paladin's damage starts creeping up on Dark Knight and Gunbreaker, then you just take that jump and say, I'm going to take Paladin. The Paladin will bring off better party mint um, for the whole group. We'll get through damage uh, heal checks faster. We'll get through party mitigation checks faster tank stuff should not really be a problem but we also have to factor in a little bit that i i have to ask my, uh my co-tank like how much does he expect to lose from gunbreak taking gunbreaker as well so it's up in the air at the moment mm -hmm. but it is i mean we're pra he's practicing both at the moment do you think there's a chance you're not going to do maintenance for ultimate no they absolutely will you think so? I don't think uh, the files are know. in the game yet. Yeah, they're they're not there for what not. I hear. Okay. Okay. Uh, I heard that too. <laughs> and then and then, and then I Twitter. also her and then I also have read on Twitter that they are in the files. Ooh, who knows? Oh uh, well uh Well Twitter doesn't lie. I don't know. No. Yeah. Zeno, do you kind of agree with the tank? take uh, i ultimate. think 
I think that Dark Knight is definitely Biss right now. I think it does too much damage. Its its rotation is too flexible. And also, you can pool your resources. Uh, so, like, Dark Knight is unique in the fact that a lot of its damage comes from, like, off CCDs and being able to pool, like, your like your mana. So, so like, Gunbreaker... Um, Gunbreaker, you can have bad kill times, and you're fucked for the next phase. Because if you don't get all your cartridges, then you're absolutely fucked. But Dark Knight, that doesn't really happen to. Because Dark Knight doesn't have any fucking stupid cartridges. Um, the same thing with Warrior, and the same thing with Paladin. Um, I will say, though, that... Um, okay, well, I'm a Warrior simp, so I'm probably going to play Warrior. I'm like 99% sure. But Home Gang is amazing in Ultimates. Like, if you look at BSR... You can home gang five times. That is fucking absurd. That is absurd. That shouldn't be and, allowed. Um, huh? That shouldn't be allowed. It feels like actual oh. cheating. No, no, no. It's no, too it's good. Not, it's, not, it's too good. It's too good. It's too good. So um, Warrior's damage now is better uh, than it was uh, before from um, not only the crit direct hit change, um, but also it got like potency buffs and stuff. So warrior, um, warrior blasts in raid buffs. I mean, it doesn't look, man, <laughs> look, it doesn't do as much as Gunbreaker or Darknet. Okay. But that, but they're on the whole other level, but ultimate has never been about damage. It's never been about DPS checks. All you have to do is live and you will win. Um, so I find value in, Warrior's home gang in defensive wise. Um, I'm either going to play Warrior Dark Knight. I'm not sure what, what Craig is playing. Um, I think he's either going to play Dark Knight or Paladin. Um, I'm not going to play Gunbreaker. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to fuck with cartridges in a fucking ultimate. No, thank you. I'm okay with that. Uh, I mean, I will if I absolutely have to. I just don't... I, I just cannot possibly fathom a scenario where I have to, but I said the same thing about this current raid tier, and there I was gun mode baby <laughs> so i might have to but that but but i'll deal with that later i have no problem transitioning into gunbreaker like it's like i'm it's fine um but i'm gonna start on warrior um and i'm gonna see how many times i can home gang i'm gonna try to beat five okay yeah unless you're basically racing or trying to like do some sort of world prog thing or you have certain considerations honestly just play whatever you want that's probably that's the biggest thing okay yeah i think comfort matters like i don't know if my group is racing or not i'm not sure i mean i mean i i mean i guess if you go with server up you're racing i guess if you go you with are server Zeno. Up, you're racing, you, you're racing. You technically, you're, <laughs> i you guess may not you may not be racing but you are a part of it <laughs> yeah, you are you are running um, in the same field with the other people, and we're going to see if you get there before other. Even if you're not trying to get there before the other people, we're going to be watching you, to see I'm if just, you do. I'm just trying to stream it because, well. So that being said, that being said, you know, before we got some a couple other things we're going to talk about. Since so we're on ultimate, I'm going to make everybody watch this one minute video that I put out for the world race stuff. <laughs> Because Darian Hart and Amy put a lot of work into this, and I want to put as many eyes as I can on it. It's involving the World Race event that we're doing on this channel. So I'm going to make you guys all watch it. I'm going to mute us real quick. Uh, hold on one second, guys.
All right, I'm unmuting. All right. We're talking about super secret stuff, guys. So it was an intentional mute. Uh, anyways. Um, uh, <laughs> thank you guys for no watching all that. Good. Yeah, dude, that was That's good. Slick. Yeah, this is the first time that we can actually give any kind of like sponsor stuff away, and it's going to go to the first stream, world first stream uh, that we're restreaming. Uh, and so that's what just if we turn. So no, what if we turn the no, stream no, on. No, 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 you can't last turn it on last second and be like, "Hey guys, we streamed." Over there. <laughs> no, no, they ain't, they, they unfortunately can't do that. It's the boss uh, is like one percent. Just hit start stream. Yeah. Uh, it, it, we would, uh, you know, honestly I would, cause I do like everyone who's not streaming in the world race. I still like 100% that's perfectly fine. Great. And everything. And I, I think that's actually still good for the, uh, the ones that are, they're going really hardcore into racing side of it, but uh, that doesn't help a sponsor at all. <laughs> so I do have to, uh, kind of put that focus on the first one that, uh, the stream clear. So if you change Makes your mind, sense. if they change their mind, you know, I, I'm more than happy to do it. But, yeah, it, it has to be kind of throughout their prog streaming. Uh, there may be some level of variation. Like, if they don't stream the first, like, phase or something, then they start streaming and restream. Maybe we'll work something out. But, like, it can't be, like, last second or just showing an HP bar the entire time or something like that. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'll have the form uh, set up for everybody uh, next, like, coming into next week. I have a lot of posts coming up next week. Uh, and so we're excited for your name, your group's name, send off. We haven't come up with one. Okay. Dude, just call it no eyebrows, and everybody in the group just <laughs> shave their eyebrows up, I, man. I told the group they can keep coming up with names, and if they don't, I'm going to come up with something probably really cringe and really stupid. I believe it. So we we have a couple ideas on the table, but they're like, I think No Thoughts remaining was very good. <laughs> that was a very good name. That's really, yeah, that's really good. And, yeah. But half the group's like, no, we don't want to do this because eventually people don't know what NTR means. Yeah. yeah. And then they figured out what it means. And they're just like, oh, I don't want this name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but NTR is great. Anyways, ultimate. Don't Google that. Yeah, ultimate's coming up, guys. Uh, we're all excited for it. Uh, and you know, <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna make any last-minute changes to tanks. I think they're just gonna be what they are now, man. I can't. I mean, maybe they will. I mean, do you think they're in a position to where they need to make any changes? Is there any like? I do. Yeah. I think I think Warrior needs a little bit more damage. I think Paladin needs more damage. Do you think they should do a, po a potency buff to, like, both of them? Just, like, a little bit, like, just random abilities, throw some extra potency on there? Well, no, I think, um, so this game's all about burst and putting your shit in burst. And for some reason, man, then when they buffed, like, one of the, maybe not the last time, but the previous time, they buffed Warrior's, like, combo finisher. I don't know why the fuck they did that. Just fucking buff the burst, man. Mm-hmm. So I think, but, but I think Paladin needs, needs a buff. Um... Yeah, I think Paladin needs the damage buff. Well, so far anyway, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I suck at Paladin. Maybe I'm doing the rotation wrong, but I'm doing like fucking I don't know five percent, seven percent less damage on Paladin than I am like the other tanks. Mm -hmm. Like Warrior DPS is like good, but it needs it needs more. Uh, like its RDPS is okay, 
it just needs more in its burst for ADPS. Because for some reason, everyone is like worried about like RDPS when that's like you, you need for tanks, you need to worry about ADPS because it's how much you put into the raid buffs. Like, like, man, I made a video about this. Go watch my fucking yeah, video. Yeah, go watch the videos, guys. <laughs> yeah, just go, go watch, watch my the fucking videos. video. So, yeah. um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that's what I think. I think Paladin needs to deal a little more damage and where needs a little more damage not a lot not a lot look man i know I, I i know every patch okay every patch i've said warrior needs buffs but it has needed buffs every patch i'm not just saying it just to say it it look man look at the numbers dude i'm not making this shit up you know it's like almost there it doesn't need to do as much as a gunbreaker or a dark knight just a little bit more in the burst okay. i mean i agree um Although I think some of the reasons why the Paladin and Warrior do less is because they're more one-minute classes in the way that they operate. They're based off of, like, 60-second timers, not two-minute timers. Mm -hmm. SE has mentioned at one point in, I believe, one of their notes for a reason for adjusting a class is they wanted to adjust, like... I guess the discrepancy of some <laughs> of the classes, whether they're in burst or not. I forget exactly the reason. It had something to do with either a Dragoon or a Reaper at one point. Do you know what I'm talking about, Zeno? Yeah, that, no, like, it was it was page? Reaper, I'm pretty sure. I think it was Reaper when they mentioned that. I, like, vaguely remember what the fuck you're talking about, but I can't remember. I, I think it was before Reaper. Like, yeah. before the Reaper bus, I think. So this mm. does have some merit when it comes to thinking about what tanks you want to take. Because... You look at a fight like DS... I like using DSR as an example because pretty much everybody will say Dark Knight does more damage than Paladin. If given like your standard, you're using two minutes at like the end of Nidhogg situation, then you go into something like Eyes phase. Paladin destroys that phase compared to other tanks mm -hmm. and compared to Dark Knight specifically. You take a Dark Knight... And you can go look online, like, some of the top parses for Dark Knight or just, like, the faster kills. And you see people who you know what you know they know what they're doing. And they are the lowest on the DPS list. Like, all both the healers are beating the Dark Knight. But this is supposed to be the strongest, like, one of the strongest tanks. It's because everything is within their burst window. So depending on how phases turn out in fights like Ultimates... This does offer um, situations where maybe you don't want to all in on just the burst window. Because another class could come in and they could smooth out some of those and raise your damage in certain phases, like Eyes phase. Now, the counter argument to this, though, is that you take a class like Dark Knight or something and they can shift all of their stuff around if they needed to. Which is one of the benefits of some of the bursty classes that the others don't really have as much. Yeah, you can you can pull your resources. Also, like you're always gonna have those one minutes on warriors. So the fact that they buffed their combo finisher, I mean, yeah, that was I mean, yeah, sure, it was good, but it would just be better to buff the like to buff the burst. Because you're always gonna have that burst during each phase. Like there's never gonna be a phase that's just what, like forty five seconds? Like what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like Yeah. There's it's always going to be, you're always going to be able to get like your fight or flight or your IR. Um, but that's why I think Dark Knight is so good is because you can pull extra resources and do um, 
less damage at the end of like, let's say Nidhogg, and you'll have like full mana going into eyes. You'll have, you can even save, you can even save one of your like Shadowbringers or whatever, uh, if you know you're not going to need it for Nidhogg. So there's like a lot of stuff that you can do. And that kind of stuff is what I think makes Dark Knight really, really awesome. Because like the other tanks kind of can't do that. I mean, I guess you can on like maybe Warrior with Infuriate. You can save one of those, but I mean, that's just like one skill, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, like the some of the tanks, like Dark Knight being able to shift things around is definitely part of what allows their like pooling ability to do such high numbers in different phases. Like being able to shift damage between phases is something I actually really enjoy uh, about some of the current class design. Um, as much as people don't like it, that is something I do like. But there, there were classes like Old Paladin that if you could make it work um, on some of those phase shifts, they could burst their damage pretty hard in certain sections like eyes, especially because it was a double dot phase. Like they, mm -hmm. they would excel at that. Um, but that this is just kind of like you have to think about it. And it's like, well, which one is probably going to be more useful? And unfortunately, it's usually just the class that bursts more is going to be more yeah. useful, especially because the first phases, you'll get enough practice in them that you'll be able to like just breeze through them. But when you make it to that final phase, you want to blow that boss up. You mm -hmm. want to make sure that the like first or second time you see Enrage, it's over. You don't want to have to fight that. Because everyone's already going to be fatigued after a prog that's going to lead to the end of a 20-minute fight. Like, that boss needs to die. So, yeah, I remember. I remember before I cleared the DSR, man, I would, like, go into the next phase. Like, I would calculate. Man, I'd go into the next phase with, uh, you know, I would try to time my Storm's Eye to where it would go from P6 to P7, have just enough time, uh, use a fell cleave, um, basically have full gauge when I go in there. You know what I mean? Like full gauge, mm -hmm. Storm's Eye, just as much damage as possible. Just so every single like ounce of potency um, was there on P7. Because P6's DPS check was so fucking easy, man. You know, you didn't even, you didn't need it. Like you didn't need, I mean, well... I guess if you had a death, it typically you would die, but but if you had but like let's say you did have a death and you didn't die, it was it was it was normally okay because the DPS check was so non existent mm -hmm. on P six. Okay. Well we've been going at this for like two hours already, by the way, guys. Uh we're probably getting close to a good point to kind of wrap up the talk. I mean we 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 talked about a lot of shit. I had a lot of fun <laughs> with it. I don't know if you guys did it or not. Next show, uh, gearing show. Yeah, gearing show. We will. We got it. We got it. That's a great. That's a great February show. Uh, after all, this stuff comes in, huh? I'm gonna make a suggestion for your gearing show. Sure. Go. Uh, go play Final Fantasy XI. Alrighty. Alrighty. You want to know if you want to know about gear ver, like horizontal progression on crack? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. game has some of the best gearing in any MMO. But the whole game is designed around that existing, and you can start getting into these situations where you think about, okay, 14 is very vertical heavy, the other MMOS he made is horizontal heavy. If you were to try to apply one system to the other, it just doesn't make, like, the whole game would have to change how it's made. Mm -hmm. It's like, 
I like the gear talks, but I think they, uh, I, I don't think they make a lot of sense sometimes. I don't think CSE ever making a change to it because it's going to affect their bottom line as well and how much money they make. You think they so? just throw darts at a dartboard and that's how they come up with their gear stats. <laughs> that I don't, I, that I might actually, I do kind of believe sometimes they just, it doesn't make just a lot whatever. of sense. They just, they're just like, they have like a dartboard for phys for like physical, you know, and a dartboard for like, you know, magic. And they just, they just, okay, this piece is getting the, you know, skill speed tenacity. The piece is getting debt, you know, direct hit. Yeah, whatever. Fuck, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Zeno, what would it take for you to go full tenacity melds, Frog? Um, if they would reduce, like I, like I don't like the crit RNG. Um, I think crit, crits are way too powerful. Yeah, um, but like, you, you know, it's worse damage. But what would it take? What does like chat uh, have to do well, to make right. you go? Full so it would take either. Tenacity. It would take like massive overhaul and tank damage. Like you would have to be getting absolutely destroyed every hit. Like you're you're yeah. misunderstanding me. What does oh, chat have to do to make you go full tenacity? Oh wait, what does chat have to do? Yeah. Oh fuck. It's all know. clearable. I went full tenacity for Sigma. I'm surprised yeah, but, we cleared that tier, but, uh... Yeah, but... Are you proud of that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am. We're in full tenacity. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I want to do it again one day, to be quite honest. Full, full like, tenacity. Just, just think about the damage mitigation. I mean, like, if they did really hard-hitting autos, would it make sense? Yeah. <laughs> it would have to definitely equate to either faster progression due to healers and tanks finishing stuff quicker or um, healers gaining GTD somehow. Because a lot yeah. of people don't realize that if a healer gains a GCD from something like anything that you do that they wouldn't have had otherwise, either like... They gained it due to being more optimal in the rotation, or they just gained it because they're more comfortable. That's a way bigger gain than pretty much anything else you can do, because they just hit the boss with, like, a 300 potency ability. And that's better than any party synergy you can come up with. Yeah, it's just tenacity doesn't really fit in the game, man, because, you know, like we were talking about earlier, it's either the boss is, like, tickling your, you know, well, tickling you, mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. you're popping all your cooldowns. So, you know, okay, you take, I don't know, 10K from an auto attack versus 9K. Does it ever really matter? You know, no, not really. I, I wanted to ask this. I forgot to ask it earlier. Uh, what do you guys think about the uh, tank busters all having, like, dots on them and everything? Do you feel like that's even remotely, like, interesting? Or are you just like, oh, okay. I mean, it's, I mean, me personally, I think it's the same shit because you just pop up, you just literally pop all your cooldowns. So what is the difference between the thing having a bleed and the thing not having a bleed? I mean, you're still just going to pop all your cooldowns, right? The only, the only difference is the healer has to work like a little harder, I guess, for the dot, I guess. I wish there was something we could do about it. Like after <laughs> the fact, like I, I don't really feel like tanks can do anything. Like, yeah, the healers have to work a little harder. Tanks, may want to put a little bit more mitt on something so the healer doesn't have to do more but i, mean, I just... would like i would like something to be able to heal myself more often more so than just my regular rotation 
unless my regular rotation was more impactful on the healing side. Just just something to help the healers out and just make it feel better. Just mm. use TBN, man. It's a heal. I mean, or so I've been told. Yeah, I I do TBN the dot. No. The dot plus auto attack. That is a great TBN moment. But Ugh. other than but that's only Dark Knight that can mm -hmm. do that. All right. Well, what other things? Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap up the show for tanks? Any major topics we completely skipped and didn't mention? Um, probably a lot of stuff, but I mean, we could we could go for like in our twenty hours or so. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back no, the I just old want to school. say that uh, I personally like Paladin a little bit better. Um. I do have some issues with it, but uh, I think it fits the game better. Okay. Um, I like it a lot more now. Basically, I think where Paladin, sh where the Paladin rework or what, however you want to call it, um, where it shines the most, I think, is defensively, not offensively. It is cool that you, it's more, it's more bursty. Don't get me wrong; it is cool. It fits the meta more, but but I'm glad that they changed like Sheltron. They added Bulwark again. They changed Veil. I think that is like some of the best shit. Okay. Send off. Give us our give us our dots back. <laughs> I don't need both the dots, okay? Don't need both, although that's not a bad idea, but it give us at least one of them back. Dots are good. They're not as bad as SE seems to think they are. They're fun, they're interesting. Please give us our dots back. Man, they were moving dots like they were moving tank balance. You know, I did you guys think they were going to do a lot more with Paladin, by the way? Or did they do exactly as much as you thought they were going to do? They did almost, to some degree, what I thought they were going to do. Because I remember sitting down, thinking about what they're going to do. And I'm like, Goring Blade just causes a bunch of issues. I'm like, and then I'm like, they're probably going to turn it into Sonic Break. And just have it do a bunch of damage. Or yeah. a dot. And just Gunbreaker, you know? That's exactly what they did. And I, really, I hate it when I'm right about certain things like this. Because... I sometimes have like a doomer mentality with it or I realize that what I'm thinking isn't going to be well received by a lot of people, but it's a very simple solution. And then it just feels like Essie is catering to me in some ways for like my dumb brain. And that's just not how they should be making the game. It feels that way some days. Okay. Okay. Zeno, did they do pretty much what you thought they were going to do? Uh, yeah. I mean, more or less. Um, I thought they were going to focus most on the burst um, and try to... Like, SE... Typically, SE like, likes to be lazy about this type of shit. Um, well, maybe lazy isn't the right word, but I don't know. Fuck it. I don't have a better word for it. But <laughs> they... I was hoping they would do a lot more, but this was what... It, this, is, this is pretty much what I expected, I guess. They didn't allocate the resources. You, they allocated as much resources and brain power into it as you thought they would, and they're allocating that stuff over to other places, right? Yeah, like PvP. Hey, they man. They keep making all these... The PvP fucking balance changes are insane. There's like nine fucking pages, man, and the PvE is like one. It's Paladin. This yeah. is a PvE game. <laughs> PvP sucks ass in this game. Fuck, man. We're it's gonna better get than it. 
It's better than it's been in the past. No, it's a lot better. It's a lot better. It's, than it's, it's been. really yeah, good no. where it's at right now, except for the rank side. The rank needs to be fixed. Uh, but outside that, oh, I heard I, rank was scuffed, brother. It, I, it, I mean, they have a lot they need to do to get like it actually competitive. It's just it's fun. I mean, that's it. it I mean, they did a good job making I had a it a lot like, of fun with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, not like for the first month, month and a half, I had a lot of fun with it when the original uh, when they changed it. I got a lot of problems with the targeting in it, but they have some classes that I think work very well with that. So as long as I'm doing casual games, it's like it's still, <laughs> it's still pretty fun. enjoyable. Yeah, I like casual. I'm yeah. terrible at it though. Yeah, I just wish they they actually put because there is a dedicated community behind it, and there's people who would be like really hardcore into ranked and everything if they tried to make it work uh, and fix a lot of stuff with the. You know, rewards with it, get proper moderation on it and everything else. But anyway, this is a PvP show. Um, so that all being said, I guess we could go ahead and start wrapping up. And, you know, you guys can say where people can find you uh, and all that great stuff. I need to find your YouTube channel. Maybe I should put that on there, too. Uh, Zeno, tell everybody where they can find you and any shout-outs you want to do. Uh... My Twitch channel, Zenosis Vex. My YouTube channels, uh, Zenosis Vex. Also, Zenosis Vex Bods and Zenosis Clip, uh, Zenosis Vex Clips. Uh, definitely like sub to all those channels. Um, oh, yeah, I want to give a shout out to Twitch chat. Um, because uh, they're, they, all, they help me every day. Every day they, they help me find... They help me try to find who the fuck it is that I'm talking to. Uh, so I want to give a shout out to them. And uh, I want to say that the, today in particular, we got a cute chat. I feel like that chat needs some kissies. So there you go. <laughs> and um, thanks, Frosty, for having me on the show. Yeah. Um, appreciate it. By the and, way, um, just in case you're wondering why chat's reacting, I started your YouTube channel. I played the autoplay of the video you have on the front page. Which is you just doing the cute ear thing and ringing a bell for like oh, half a no, second, so everybody got to hear okay. that burst in their ear. But anyways, keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, stream like five, six days a week. I'm gonna be streaming um, Ultimate Prog. I'm not sure exactly how long we're going. Uh, I don't know if we're racing, but I guess if we're going a server up, we are racing. Uh, it's gonna be between twelve and like sixteen hours, somewhere in there. I don't. I don't exactly know, but it's going to be hardcore frog and it'll be, uh, yeah. When server goes up. Okay. Um, and we're planning it for two weeks. Uh, I mean, hopefully we kill it the first week, but I mean, it's always the goal. Hopefully we yeah. kill the first week, but, um, plan is two weeks. Okay. Send off. Yeah. Um, can meet me. You can find me at like, my twitch page or my twitter if like you also like anime titty find that there too um <sighs> honestly shout out to my group we haven't picked a name yet but everybody in there we're going to be racing um and my stream discord for putting up with the fact that i only stream maybe like once a week at the moment probably sometime tomorrow in the afternoon Hope to do more in the future uh, once, like, Prague and, like, work has calmed down. But, yeah, thanks very much, Frosty, for yeah. uh, putting up with me. Since I know I'm not the most articulate person. Nah, man. It's it's great to have you on. I'm always happy to bring you on. 
even if it's, you know, you say some stuff and I'm like, I don't, I'm too stupid to know if you're wrong or not, but I have other people to tell you if you're wrong or not. So that helps me out a lot. Uh, <laughs> I'm usually wrong in a lot of cases, but I'm also right because it's all opinions. Mm -hmm. And you just need to know I have the correct opinion. Oh, okay. And that okay. other people are wrong. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I put all the links over in Twitch chat. I'll put them in the YouTube channel on the about at the bottom and all that great stuff. Follow these guys, sub to them, do all the stuff over to them as well. Make sure you do all that. And if you're already subbed and you're already good, sub to this fucking channel. Go ahead and hit all your Twitch primes, all that great stuff. I'm going to put all that towards the thousands of dollars I put into production for the show that we're doing uh, next week. Uh, so all that will be funneled over into the World of Rage. You got merch too. You can buy Mog Talk stuff. You can buy mugs and stuff. Uh, so do that. Uh, and then I'll, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll have a good event next week. Uh, well, the week after next week, I guess. We're getting really close though. It's real close now. Getting there. Getting spooky, man. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and thanks, Sendoff. I appreciate that, dude. Um, I just learned how that button works. That's a nice one. Last time I pressed it, I gave it to the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but uh, that all being said, uh, this has been fun. You guys are always a blast to have on here. I, I love having you two on here. Um and uh we'll get a gearing show go next no after after we're done with ultimate and we've had some time to breathe and everything we can we can start thinking about that and doing that um because after ultimate we have one savages expansion and that's raid content <laughs> basically mm -hmm. for the rest of the expansion outside okay, hear of, me out sure criterion dungeon stream that I get did like a, get like a get a mini stream going that will last like eight hours that just has like a few people on. I mean that's what I did Test for the, the last one. I did it. I did it, uh, and it was okay. But I mean it's usually over before a lot of people are awake or off work. Uh, so it doesn't yeah, work out that downside. Yeah, that's the the big downside to it. It's just at that edge to where maybe it's worth it. Uh, I put a very small one one person. Uh, show on last time it was okay it was comfy um but that all being said uh we're gonna go to wrap up in the stream we'll, we'll do a raid to somebody neither one of you guys are going to stream after this right uh no nah. no i got raid okay cool i'll find somebody here in just a bit so hang out guys uh we're gonna do the credits here uh and again you are all fantastic thanks for the support the community has given us and all that great stuff and uh yeah all right i'm gonna say bye now Bye, guys. You got to wave and all that great stuff, too. Bye. Pretend I'm waving. Say bye. You have to at least say bye. 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 bye.